never knew. I mean, it's an interesting thing. It's an interesting, like, we got closer after, we were extremely close at Duke. And then, but it was a few years I was there. And then when I left, like, this whole music thing happened. All right, Steve. The whole music thing happened, but, like, really, like, even when I was making my first songs at Duke, Marcus was right there. Like, he always loved it. That's tight. Always, like, believed and, like, was a fan and was like, yo, you're... That's fucking sick. Way before, really even, like, before I was thinking like that. I feel like early on you probably need that shit, too, because that's a vulnerable fucking industry. Like, I, dude, I look at the shit you do and, like, I can't, like, I'm open and, like, I'm a, like, I can be myself, but that shit's fucking tough. That's, like, a big vulnerability test. You know what it is? It's, uh, yeah, like... You gotta, I, I really, really like love it. And I challenge, like I would challenge anyone who like has some type of urges to go do, like put themselves out in front yeah. of people. You learn so much Fuck about yeah. yourself. Yeah. You really do. Like when you, when you like, you really have to be okay with yourself to be like, okay, I don't care what they're saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then you get so strong from enduring that. Yeah. That like, you know, I don't know. I, I think because I grew up, I was like always like the best athlete growing up. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I was living in Rhode Island, so I was really the best athlete. For sure. You know, best baseball player. Yeah. Or, you know, there's there's a few other guys. But like that shit, you know, the the I can do whatever type of feeling that it gave me yeah. just translated. Like I wasn't a great student, but I, I would always get great grades because yeah. I just like, I, I was like, I can do this, you know. Yeah. I, mean? I have to do it. That's, that's part cool. of my job. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, you got in a fucking Duke. Not yeah, and I was good. a great, like, I, you know, on paper, a great student, but I didn't love it. I didn't want to learn. Like, yeah. I wasn't there. Like, oh, let me fucking learn today. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was like, you know, fucking a yeah. bitch and having her go take take notes for me, and then yeah. I'd learn the notes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so Duke's not gonna love to hear that, but um, you know, Duke, <laughs> go, go to Duke, Duke guys. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. that's how I was wired. I was just like, how am yeah. I gonna how am I gonna get this? Yeah. I can do it. How can yeah. I get it done? You know? And then the music thing, it was the same thing. Yeah. I don't know why. I just had this like weird confidence about it. That's cool. And it, and I didn't even I think the ignorance is bliss thing was a little bit of a factor because I didn't even know. I mean it worked. I don't yeah. know, it worked. But like I, I did not know how much of a long shot it was when I was doing it and starting out. Like I was just like yeah, I could do this. Fun. Like, I kind of like looked at what was happening on the internet. There was like, I was unaware of guys like Mac Miller. I was unaware of these guys at the time. Yeah. And then when I did one song and I put it out, I became very aware very quickly that like, oh, they're putting me in this. Like, there's like a white rapper thing going on. <laughs> College age white yeah, rappers. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. I was just a baseball player listening to Drake. I was on Drake super early. You were in early. your bubble. You are in your baseball bubble. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know about it. Like, yeah. I really didn't. I liked like super rap shit. Like I, I didn't even know these guys existed. Yeah. But then right away I was categorized with them. Yeah. And then I kind of like right away I looked at them. I was like, I could do this. Hell yeah. You know? That's cool. Because, and I, I gave Mac Miller, like I didn't get to give it to him in person, unfortunately, but I, I had a podcast where I talked about it. Like he, as, as you take inventory of your life, like and you look back, like he was a big part of me, like feeling confident. And it's not to say that I thought I could be as good as him or whatever. It's nothing like that. It's more so just like he was he was just a, a white kid like with his buddies walking around shooting a video. Like yeah. you know, like he he was talking about his life and I like my life was similar. And yeah. like it gave me this like, okay. Yeah. I'm you sure can, you had like a mutual respect for one another too. Oh, for sure. Was like, I mean, yeah. we were just trending to, you know, become 
you know, get to meet because we had, we were crossing paths a bit and then really it was post, post, mm -hmm. uh, I got close with Post and then Post started to get close with Mac and, uh, you know, Post basically kind of more or less was just like, yeah, like we had talked about you one night and he had said he had been watching and it would have been like super nice to be able to tell him that because mm -hmm. I was going to. Yeah. I wanted to tell him that in person, be like, yo, you, you know, like, Tip of yeah. the hat to like cool. he showed, and then he he died like right. Th he lived right around the corner too. In and, LA, yeah, really. Studio City, yeah. yeah. And uh, he died before I got to meet him. Post had, was really just starting to get close with him. That's crazy. And me and Post were just getting you know very close at the you know, and, and he was in LA a lot before yeah. Post Post went to Utah. Um, but it was an interesting pocket because I remember wanting to say that to him. Yeah. Because I had some time had gone by and I thought about that and like wow he. I didn't really like think about it as it was happening, but like in hindsight, he really was a big influence. Yeah. Just like, yeah, you know, cool. like a rite of passage. Like, oh yeah, you could try this, you could do this, you know. So yeah, back to like what I was saying, it was it was a confidence that overlap overlapped from athletics. Mm -hmm. Really, into I spilled over into the rest of my life, and and uh, music was just like kind of the same wave. Like I was just like, I could do this. Yeah, let's run it up. Like yeah. I didn't, didn't know think where, about it after. I didn't know where it was going, you yeah. know, but like yeah. it's it, probably why it genuinely like worked out, I'm sure. Like if you were to force it or like if you were to try to plan it out like I have a team of people who are going to like who spread me out this way and this way and this mm -hmm. way like I guess it takes all the genuine like fun and bullshit out of it. And dude, like it's a huge when you start, you know, we've talked a bunch out back so we're going to go through mm -hmm. um already one of my favorite athlete conversations, not to pigeonhole the athletes at all. Yeah, you but hear that? You know what I'm saying like <laughs> Just very well versed and well rounded, yeah, no, super impressive. You, um, thank you. But man, it's it's interesting what when your perspective changes, what it does for your life. You know, I don't yeah. know. We talked about it a bunch for you. Let's go into an intro because I haven't yet. Okay. Um, we got Tyler Glass now here. He's a what, twenty seven year old? Twenty seven. Twenty seven year old, and I mean the dude is like I told him, probably one of the only guys who's a baseball part of that world in some way or another and haven't got to see you throw but dog you're a you're a dog appreciate it man Thank everyone's you uh everyone like i got tons of buddies i play as you know and i ask these questions like who you know who are the guys so, like degrom glass now that's guys. cool that's fair so to be in the same fucking breath obviously degrom's doing incredible shit but dog you're uh you're in a special spot in your life right now yeah i appreciate it man yeah Thank hell you, yeah man. have you uh have you really dialed in like have you really tapped into what's going on and like holy shit i'm really one of the best pitchers in the world type thing like not to yeah, you, know, I know you don't have to give me like the you know i know like yeah i get it you're you're a humble guy i know that already just from talking with you but i'm saying i always challenge the athletes this just to like really think about what's happening in their life like, yeah you really got to where you dreamed of getting yeah and then you in particular like there's a certain crop of guys that are in that even that even smaller fraternity of like the elites, you know, or, sure. you know, obviously you're young, so you're, yeah. you're just entering that category, but with what you're doing so far, it's pretty special, man. Yeah, it's I mean, really I was like, I think I have all the potential in the world for sure. Like, yeah. I think it's hard for me to even put myself, like I, I'm, I'm definitely humble, but I know like I'm talented and I know like the skill I have, but I think like in terms of how early in my career is like for me to put myself in a category with like That's the prom and everything I get, I'm like, it's different. Like, I think I could be that for sure. I have that potential, but like where I stand now. Not, yeah. I'm not trying to give you the humble answer, but like, yeah. I mean, no, that's you, fair. yeah, like that's that fair. But it's, I'm still, I'm still more so talking about 
you just thinking about your life, not comparing it to DeGrom, like, or even, because, yeah, there's probably some more just time that needs to go by sure, when you sure, do sure. this over a long period of time. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, when you, when you sit down in your cell and you're just like, all right, you know, you know, you remember your whole life and, and, yeah. and the trajectory and sure. what it means to be where you are, and yeah. then and then to be having the success you're having. Yeah. You know, are you? What's your mindset on that? Do you try not to visit it too much? Oh, okay. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah. No, I visit it a lot. I think depending on like your personality traits, like certain people, like you seem to be the same kind of way. Like I, I visit that all the time. Like who I was before, who I am now, like who I want to be. And um, yeah, I th it's nice. Like it was humbling even like giving me that, like the prop with him. Cause I think early on, like I never really, not like I couldn't envision this happening, but like I'd say it took a lot of maybe like humbling in a sense. Like it was a lot harder early on. Like I coming up, growing up, I was good. And then I, I got my like, awkward phase like seventh to tenth grade and I was, was that just from like, the growth spurt yeah yeah yeah. I was like five eight with a size like 15 shoe my freshman year so I was like a goober so you knew it was coming though yeah like I was good beforehand when, I was always when your like, dogs are that big though when yeah when exactly the, feet of yeah. the boats are that big yeah, then yeah. You, you know you're gonna get taller yeah and like I was good growing up I was like always just like a man child right looks like a bunch of smaller people yeah. so it ended up like working out in that regard but then like yeah I'd say I was everything was pretty much primed up for me like the minor leagues was awesome. I never really struggled too much. Now you were, you weren't like, you know, given what you're doing right now, you weren't a first rounder, were you? No, no, no. I was like, what? So my junior year, I was like 83, 86, and I committed to University of Portland, like really, really early. Wow. I was like, fucking D1 school? Like I need to, I'm gonna go ahead and like sign the papers. So it was that, then my senior year, I had like a pretty good velo spike. I got up to like 90, 90, whatever, and I was like more pro teams were looking at me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so you went right out of high school? Yeah, yeah. So I think if I had committed to like, about, I don't know, UCLA or like Cal, 100%. I probably would have gone to college because I really wanted to have that experience. And then you would have been, you would have been a top five pick because you you would have you got a ton of velocity in those next like mm -hmm. two three years, didn't you? Yeah, my first year of pro ball, I was like pretty wild, but I ended up going what 2011 draft, 2013, no 2012, I hit like 98. So I was like 91 in high school. And I got to like 98 right out yeah. of it. So that would have been happening in college. I, yeah, I think so. I also too, though, I don't know if everything would like, yeah. I think it would have worked out, but like, I'm, I'm happy with the path I chose. Yeah, for absolutely. Sure. Was, Should like, be. Yeah, the pro ball path was cool. I was with the Pirates for a while and it was like a really good development and like a lot of good people early on. And so I think if I were to go somewhere else, I don't when, know how would it. When you say humbling before you referencing just the, the pro ball journey, like when you said some things were just were humbling along the way. Yeah. Um, what was like? What was your pro ball experience coming up? Were you were you enjoying it? Because it's it's a you know yeah. I think we've talked about it a handful on this show, but it's a fucking grind. Yeah, it's a really a grind. No doubt. I always had a lot of success in the early minor leagues, so I think that's what always kept me very like in it. And I worked. I've always worked really hard, and I've always known like my goal was to be a professional, like a a big league pitcher, yeah. a good one at that. But it was it was yeah really stressful. I didn't have like. I don't think I was like. Not like well equipped, but it's it's like stressful times during that time, and like I think you so like at it when you're a young kid and you're thrown into pro ball and your whole life is pro ball. Like you don't have an identity yet. I was like 17 when I got out of high school, and then like just going through the minor leagues or whatever is like from 18 to 22, and I just like I associated myself in my like personality was very much like only baseball, so I didn't have like an identity other than that. So when baseball was going well. 
I was going well. Like I was by everything was great. It was like cookies and rainbows and everything. It was like the sunset. Everything looked magical. Let's and go then, catch the sunset. Yeah, like you guys, why are you all so sad? <laughs> and like it's and and then when I started to struggle, it was very much like it's kind of some dark days and like relatively speaking, like I didn't how dark it you know what I mean. Right, like right. but in my brain it was very like it was hard to to handle. And I think like going through the ups and downs helped me know how like learn to navigate them. Yeah, become a man. Yeah, yeah. for sure. But it was definitely like in I don't know. It was I think from 2011 to 2015, 16. Like if you look like statistically, I was I, I never had a bad. See, I think the low, highest ERA I had was like a two four or something. Mm -hmm. Like I always shoved, but like I was not ready for the big leagues at all. Like I had never faced adversity in that type of like environment. And then I got thrown into it in 2016, and I remember like getting called to go to the big leagues in 16, just being like, "You didn't feel ready." No. Like I think I convinced myself in the moment. I convinced myself and I like you know you worked your ass off like you're ready for this stuff wise I was ready for it my chickens were out of their coop though so I you knew that oh yeah I knew it for sure like I think like not then if you had asked me then I'd been like yeah I'm I'm good to go like I think I knew it subconsciously but like I couldn't really admit it to myself fully interesting and then I got to the big leagues in 16 had a decent debut I was in the bathroom before like if if there's a god like someone <laughs> help <laughs> me get out there. yeah like please someone help and like. I ended up doing decent in my in my debut, but like it was just, I struggled early, and then 17 I struggled like crazy. I had like a crazy seven ERA. You were in Pittsburgh. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that was tough. Like I struggled heavy, and then uh, what uh, what do you think um, when you think back, especially being removed now and you're in a great headspace, um, what do you think about what do you what do you think? was going on when you say like, I couldn't get my mentals correct? Like what, was there something going on in your life actually? Or was it more so just like, you not understanding how to like process, you know, life and what's happening and like your perspective? I think it was always like, I'm very like perfectionist by nature. And I always remember like, the mentality was very much like I'm doing well here, but I, and like, I, I would always have like really good starts, really bad starts, really good starts, really bad starts. And it was all because like, I needed to chase perfection. Like I didn't know how to do well without feeling good. So, and as an athlete, like you're not gonna have it every day. Right. So I was very like OCD, anxiety, crazy. Like I was very I'm just much. Just being with you the last few hours, I would have never guessed I, that. Yeah, I, I think like a lot of things have changed. I'm still very much the same person, but like, like if you talk to any of my teammates, I'd be the dude in the, in the grocery store at like, one in the morning coming off a road trip and I'm fucking sitting in the frozen food section doing mechanics and like a lot of shit like it was it that stress seeped into my like normal life it seeped into my like anything I did I had to make it like feel perfect I was I was like wow yeah it was it got like pretty pretty crazy with anxiety and I just put a lot of pressure on myself I was very I was supposed to be like I was like an eighth overall prospect in the game and I was supposed to come up and do all these things but the biggest thing was like, I just didn't have an identity outside of baseball. So it was like my whole personality and my, me, I was just wrapped up into baseball. But what's interesting about that though is like, did you, did you have those thoughts then? When, when you were in it, did you know that then? No, I didn't even know how to net. I just think it was like, I knew that I experienced like my, my goods were good, my bads were bad, but everyone does. Right. I just seemed to, I was like, I guess I might just take it a little harder than most and like, it was, I don't so know. So you just wouldn't be able to enjoy like everyday regular life if yeah, you're no struggling. Way. Yeah. yeah, I would just kind of like turn I mean, off dude, that's very, very normal though. Yeah, yeah, no you doubt, know? no doubt. And like, but, but the game you're playing? 
I think it just stands. It's microscopes. Like, yeah. I think you're very. You're on like that that stage, and then once you attach. Well, everyone's in that. Like everyone's it. in their micro. Everyone's really has a microscope on their lives, personally, yeah. all the time. Hundred percent. It's all they're ever doing. Yeah. Analyzing what the fuck's happening and judging it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That is true. And it sounds, you know, like really that was a big part of my my breakthrough and happiness. Yeah. Because I I was dude, translated right to fucking the same way I was. I was the same way in baseball. Yeah. I was my all American year, but like what I will say is is when I was injured, I, f I faked being okay with it and being optimistic so yeah. much that I kind of just became a little optimistic. Really? That's a, that's a little bit. A, yeah. Because like I just, I wasn't, no one ever saw, it came from a pl an ego place though of like no one sees me down. Sure. I never had hardships, yeah. ever. Okay. In my life. Yeah. Like, you know, I grew up very humble, but like had everything I ever wanted from my parents. Yeah. Best family. Yeah. Everything went my way sports wise. You know, went to where I wanted to go. Was an All-American freshman year, sophomore year. First hardship, elbow starts. You know. Yeah. And dude, it was like, you know, now that I look at it, I'm super proud of how I handled it. Mm -hmm. But I remember, you know, I remember the first time. That was the first time I ever, re I ever realized that I had days when I, I literally, I woke my eyes open and I just wanted to close them again. Yeah. You know, I didn't, yeah. didn't want to go outside. For sure. You know, I and think, that yeah. that was brand new for me. <laughs> yeah. And I remember thinking that I was like, wow, I just really thought to myself, like, let's just go back to sleep, so I don't have to go do rehab and like. Yeah. Life for the first time was like, it's not fun and games. 100%. You know, like, it's not gonna go your way. Yeah. And, again, you know, I really did fake, Steve, I really did fake <laughs> my, uh, like, the optimism out of an egoic place of like. You know, no one's gonna see me down. Like, and I'm gonna, and I, I did have a confidence that I was sure. gonna come back. Would you say, like, did it accept it? Like, it started to become genuine after, like, after? Yeah, I think, I really <clears throat> do think because of my parents, I would see them too, and they'd be so sad for me. And, like, cause, they, like, especially after, like, year yeah. two, cause They're I told you I had a, boy, dude, I had a yeah. fucked up, like, my surgery and, like, how, you know, I told yeah, you, yeah, yeah. I, I missed sophomore year resting it. Mm -hmm. And then right after the rest, it popped anyway. So then I had to get, I really ended up missing two and a half seasons exactly. in yeah, a row. Yeah, that's tough. So I just, I like balled out, like exceeded everyone's expectations. Wasn't super highly touted. Mm -hmm. Just really balled out. And then was out for fucking 30 months. Yeah, that's and tough. And like my, par my parents were just like. Your identity's all caught up in baseball too. Like you totally. want to go play baseball. Totally. You want, and like, yeah. Your yeah, goal. and like, dude, what I'm saying, why <clears throat> I asked you is like, if you had that thought then, like if you, you know, if you had the awareness then that like, hey, like my whole life revolves around baseball, this isn't right. Because I know 40 year old athletes that still don't get that. No, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna throw them out there, but like a few- No, I, I know what you're saying. But like, they never got to that place or they got to it way older when they were forced. That's why so many athletes have trouble stepping down. From yeah, race. 100%. You know what I mean? Because like, you have nothing else that's like taking The you guys who like, really, really lived and breathed and died by it, like for the most part, have a tough time. Yeah. At some point in your career, and I wanted to get to this with you, you know, you get there and then like you're becoming a man on the field. Yeah. Like these are the years you become a man. Yeah. You know, and like you're like, all right, like you start thinking about life and like you're yeah. on a fucking rock spinning through space and like playing a game every no, day no, and you're no, like, wait, yeah. is this really what mm -hmm. life is about? Like, mm -hmm. do I live because I could throw a ball fast? Is that, is this really what my whole existence is about? You know what That's I mean? That's like, what struggling did for me. Or like <clears throat> coming out of the other side of a struggle, like I started to realize like all those things. There was so much more to life. Yes. Like oh, I was just caught up in my little bubble. And so when like something was, 
bad in my bubble. It was nowhere to escape. I was just like in this bad little environment. And I think what took me over the edge of what helped me finally succeed was struggling, like crazy struggles in 2016, 17, relatively speaking. Like everyone's stress is relative. I think I obviously it's very real stress. Like not doing well in the big leagues is, yeah. is like overwhelming and stuff. Oh, There's yeah. often people going through much worse situations. I mean, and, here's what I'm saying though. I talk about sports fans and their outlooks to, to athletes, but like, yes, it's a champagne problem, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, I call them champagne mm-hmm. problems. Like, yeah. oh, you're not hitting, like from the fan who's watching and like they're they're the guys yelling from the rafters, like, mm-hmm. oh wow wow, like you're not hitting, you're sad, like go to fucking work, you know, exactly. we pay you yeah, ten yeah. million, right? My stress is the same as that guy's stress. In your world, hundred yeah. percent, relative for sure, dude. He, let me let me tell you why yeah. it almost makes more sense for you to be more sad about this. This guy is probably in the stands, is probably doing a job that he just has to do. Yeah. Wasn't his lifelong passion. Yeah. You have been working from the fucking minute your dick could get hard. You were seven years old. Yeah, that's all I thought about. Playing baseball, right? From that to being a fucking 27-year-old in the big leagues, right? Your entire existence has arced to this. Yes. For sure. It, everything that you've ever done in your mind mm-hmm. and your whole life has existed around this game and then you performing when you get your chance. Yeah. So the athletes in their universe, like, this is why I try to tell sports fans, like, think about it. 100%. Like, <clears throat> everyone has their own universe and their own world going yeah. on. So for y'all, y'all have invested so much. The pressure's yeah, you know, it's not life or death. Like, yeah. You're not going to die if you don't get a hit. You yeah. know, like, there's some people that are dealing with way bigger problems, 100%. right? Yeah. But in your space, yeah. you, from your perspective, yeah. this is the end-all, be-all. You know 100%. what I mean? Like, I've yeah. worked my whole fucking life for this. Yeah. If I ball out this year, my family's good for life. Yeah, true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that guy, if he gets fired from his job, like, chances are, like, you're not going to get another chance at have, having generational wealth and, like, being able to provide yeah. for your loved ones yeah, yeah, forever. Yeah. Like, yeah. you guys have that opportunity. Yeah. And it's also added pressure. Mm-hmm. Think about if every person, anyone listening, if you have the chance to play, do something athletic, and have your whole family's next 20 exactly. years riding yeah. on the back yeah. of your performance. Yeah. You know, and you think about all the shit they did for you to get here. And it's like, this creates this storm of like, it's very easy to get caught up as an athlete. And yeah. Like, as you were saying, like living and dying by it. 100%. You know? Yeah. And I think too, once like you, you put expectation into it and like you do see whatever generational wealth or whatever, like you, maybe you can possibly set people up. I think once your goals are that, like maybe the guy who sits there doesn't really like strive for that goal to mm-hmm. where maybe if it doesn't work out, there was never something that you never achieved. And I think like going and setting these goals takes a lot of like, I don't know, it's like vulnerable, but like you set it and if you don't make it, it hurts a lot, you know? Yes. So I think you're setting yourself up for that. And like, as I was struggling for whatever, two years it was like around there, it was just like, you start to kind of, maybe this isn't going to work out. And like, it's not like you ever quit on it, but it's like, okay, I, I now need to understand that like, maybe there's wow. a, something else I need to do. Like, not like I need to go and get another job or anything like that, right. but like you start to have like your brain that's interesting though. Has to figure out another, like, you just, you have to open up your mind to new things. Starts to knock down some of the walls you've had in your mind. 100%. Like, you just, like, hey, this is what I'm gonna be. Exactly. 100%. You know, and then you start thinking about maybe taking some of the fucking shingles off and looking yeah. out, seeing what else is out there. 100%. You know? And I think, but that's the thing, no matter what, like, whether you get there from stress or you get there from success or you just get there randomly, like, right. everyone, 
I think every athlete needs to realize like you need to like if you have your jars and you have five of them and like here's baseball here's your personal life here's your relationships here's whatever right, important right, right. shit is like I took all of my marbles and threw them into the baseball one and I think what struggling did was it really helped me understand like I have all these things and like if I take all my marbles and put it into this one like my relationships will struggle and they did and like mm -hmm. I just I maybe I'm not as good of a son or whatever like yeah. my family I don't have like you know what I mean like I'm just I'm lacking in all of like my friends like I'm not present around anyone who's important. Like I'm at family dinners just like, oh, fuck off. Like I don't want to talk to you. Like, so I think it was very much like wow. finding balance to where now, now my marbles are spread around five different things. Like when this is not going so well, I have four other things that I can lean on. And like, it's just, I don't know. And I think too, there was a lot of trial and tribulation. There was a lot of time, like a lot of things I had to do in order to understand those things. And like, it, it, I, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was pretty tough. I'd say like even judging off of the success of like stats saying like I really lived in like my stats I was not a very I was pretty not miserable like I was a happy-go-lucky guy but like from 2011 to like 16 I was not the same person at all like I look back at it being like it was there was like depression some anxiety like a lot of stuff I look back and, and it's just completely different and I'm wow yeah way way different like it was so when you were when you were going through it and you, when you talk about depression and anxiety and shit, did you, were you like, were you like, uh, I guess, identifying with it? You're like, oh, I'm depressed. Were you having those thoughts? And like when it got pretty bad, I knew like for sure. But yeah. I think too much of it, like it, it was something so important for me to go through because I even understood like, and that's not rock bottom. Like I think it was my relative rock bottom. Yeah. To know I'm like, I'm still getting through this shit, but like right. this sucked. In the moment it was like, my life's over. Like I'm, I'm having like, breakdowns oh, incredible and fucking, yeah like not so now you credit well. that time period for where you are now a million percent if i didn't go through that i don't think i would be anywhere like where i am now i don't know like i don't know how all that would work but right. like now when times get bad for me i'm just like i'm not that bad like you remember that shit you remember like the days you slept until 2 p.m and like yeah. just didn't want to do anything and like didn't talk to anybody and sat in your room and like yeah so it's good it's a scale it's relative like i can look back and know things have changed and like there was now, yeah how incredible the amount of change and how fast it's happened bro i mean what 2011 to 16 of like in 17 it's been like a i guess it's i don't know relatively long and yeah fast. like there's to you it doesn't feel yeah bad. <laughs> but i'm saying to feel like that yeah and then you you zoom out like was that 2016 or what 20, was your worst oh no it was 11 to 18 probably it was i mean it was 17 was my worst year by far 17. and that was where your your feelings and your emotions were at the worst uh, yeah by far so yeah i mean dude that's four years ago now you're... yeah that's true for sure i think it was a slow burn like i had to like it was a lot like from 11 to 17 it was like you, you i think after a while your brain has to figure out a certain way to get over it like yeah. you know what i mean like if when it takes that long it's like okay dude yeah you've been a, like a sad little bitch for way too long like right. you need to figure this out did you have hardships growing up no, and I think that's why I wasn't primed for it. Like, I, I had, like, a very yeah. structured lifestyle. And, like, I have an amazing family who loves me. I'm very close with everyone. Like, Amen. And it was, like, not, not poor, not, like, super rich, but, like, I got things and, like, you know what it's I mean? It's definitely a real thing, though, man. 100%. And yeah. I never had to go through that. You really do not become who you're supposed to be yeah. on this earth until you struggle. That's what I literally was about to ask you. I was like, this would be good, good podcast stuff. But I wanted to be, like, the first time. You already answered it, but, like... Yeah, that was yeah. You know, the that first was the time first time when, when, I, when uh when I got injured, I just yeah. had never had anything go wrong. Yeah, ever. Yeah, and you're like, that's supposed to happen. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And dude, now like, 
And then my second one, like the only time I've ever had a relationship, like I've only had one relationship. I'm 30. You know what me I mean? Too. Like I've, and like that, that was like, there was the sports, like that was tangible. Mm -hmm. Like that was my tangible, like first hardship. Like, oh, we can't play anymore. Like the game he loves. Makes yeah. sense, right? Yeah. And then this was my first like emotional. Yeah. Like as much as baseball was emotional, like, like I said, I kind of just faked it and like, sure. I'm cool. It's like I'm going to be good, yeah. you know? And dude, I wouldn't be here if I didn't fake it. Mm -hmm. Because Mike Stud, the song that I made, College Humor, I made that while I was hurt. Yeah. So you think if you're pouting in your room, you can get on fuck around and make a rap song that goes viral? Yeah. No. No, exactly. But it never happened. Yeah. I'm, not like, I'm not doing that. I'm yeah, fine. true. Exactly. I was just like, fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I could have used that though. Like it's very true. Like however you carry yourself, like your body will at some point. Like if you feel all slouched and sad, like they'll tell you, like sit up, fake it till you make it. Like you can do it. And I yeah, just I mean, never hit that wavelength. Are you, you know, we talked a bunch out there, we'll rehash and shit, but like, you know, you, you seem to be tapped in on a on a, diff, a higher frequency than a lot of the guys I talk to. But like, are you on I mean, going what you've gone through and what you just told me, like how much now are you on the power of the mind and like understanding that logic? Are you in that space yet? Are you thinking like that? Like as far as working on manifestation and shit like that? I don't, I don't know. Like you got to start. No, I th I don't. I, as far as like, I guess I probably interpret it in like my own way. I think so much of no, it. No, but I, yeah. I just know from our conversation, sure. like you're so ready for it. Yeah. I'd say like, I don't know. I guess it'd be a good time to like, let me put you on. <laughs> I'll put you on some shit. This is what I do. I always. No, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I'm yeah. not like what we talked about out there. Yeah. Oh, that's stuff. Yeah. 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 No. I guess it's the same shit. I don't know. Like. Yeah, it is. What it are you? Is. Tell me what you're talking about. It is. I'm talking about. So, your subconscious programming is like, you know, you talk about. There's all types of programming that happens in your life. Like mm -hmm. even when you said, "Hey, I didn't, I didn't have a hardship," that programmed you a certain way. Like sure. the way you were raised, what yeah. you were around environmentally. Like from ages one through seven, are your most formative years sure. as a human brain. Yeah. So. You're around loving parents, you know, they, they nourish you, you know, all these, that's, I, I really believe, like, the power of parenthood is, is really yeah. incredible, yeah. you know, but, like, you get formed, there's a lot of things that are formed through your childhood that are, like, kind of just nature, it's nature, 100%. you don't pick your parents, Yeah. you know what I mean, so there's a lot of things in your, in your entire life, everything you've ever watched, listened to, looked at, thought about, yeah. they all become, like, data mm -hmm. that, think about, the, the human mind is, like, average like 50,000 thoughts a day. So all these thoughts, like people get so attached to their thoughts. I'm depressed. Oh my God, why do I keep thinking okay, about yeah. this? I'm sad, you know? But not understanding that they're not their thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're not your thoughts. You're like watching your thoughts. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like these 50,000 thoughts, how many of them do you really act on? 100, dude, yeah. 100 or 200? Yeah. You don't identify with the thoughts. But what I started studying the brain a ton, I just got super into it. Because I was, the first time my brain was fucked up was from like that breakup. I was sure. just like, I don't even feel like you're just not yourself. I had no passion for like yeah anything for yeah. a while, and I was you know was colors just, are gray. Yeah, I was just Food like and like, like and I was also aware that like my life was going incredibly well. Yeah, you know, on paper and like if you told me I was going to be here five years ago, I'd be like, what the hell am I sad about? Sure. You know, sure. But that all happened, and then I got into the brain and the subconscious, and I got into this this is why I'm going down this path with you, is just like the, a lot of the f shit, the content I started taking, I, I changed my input, bro. Mm -hmm. I was following Instagram models and this shit and this sh all this fucking stupid shit, like culture shit, 
caring about what on the internet, yeah. caring about yeah. what people are saying and what's happening. Mm -hmm. And bro, like I, I started like focusing on positivity. You know, like literally, what are things that some of these really enlightened people, what do they tell you to do? Mm -hmm. How how do I get connected, you know, to life at a higher level? Like, cause I knew I could feel that I wasn't connecting. Like yeah. you were when you said something struck a chord, it's just like being at family dinners and like not even being there. Yeah. Yeah. And your problems are more important than like the people that Oh are my God. But like that's yeah. the worst thing you can do in life is yeah. not be present, man. You know? Yeah. And I was doing that a ton. Yeah. And I it was almost like my sub like my intuition was like, yeah, you gotta learn about this shit. Cause mm -hmm. I really wanted to learn about it. And I got thrown into that for sure. I guess like in terms of like the manifestation, like I hundred percent as far as what you were saying with like you're not your thoughts, like I have a my uncle was uh, he'd been like sober for like whatever 35 years and what helped him was like meditation and him and me are very similar you meditate yeah like pretty frequently Love and it. that's what something like in yeah that helped me a, a lot and i think the style of meditation that i do is like he turned me into it was you you literally it's like observational meditation i did like transcendental for a little bit but that's, that's just like I mantra did. meditation mm -hmm. i kind of jump around but i think my favorite the, like what i get i don't know not the most out of because that's not really you know what i mean yeah, but like yeah. It's like observational. I just sit there and like watch my thoughts. And I think that's when you start to I really realize like 95% of the shit I think about, I'm not thinking about. Like right. so it just comes, it's in my brain just spitting this stuff out. And, I, and like you just get to sit back but and watch it. But have you thought about what those things are and why they are the way they are? Everyone yeah. has that same thing going on, just totally different versions of it. But everyone yeah. has these scattered thoughts all the time. Sure, I'm sure it has to do with a lot of like what, like what is like. Well, it's just, it's just everything you've ever, like what I was yeah. talking about, input. Yeah. Like everything you're taking in. Yeah. And I learned about the subconscious brain and like, it's crazy, dude. Like the subconscious brain, they say is in the driver's seat of your day yeah. for about 65% of the day or something like yeah, that. Yeah. So more than your conscious brain, yeah. it's like when you're driving, you're not thinking about it. You're just like, 100%, you yeah. just get there and you're like, oh, I didn't, I didn't really think about taking one thing. Yeah. I was just, it's like your subconscious programming. 100%. Like this is what's Baseball, happening. And I'm sure like the music industry has to be the same. Like when I'm pitching and I'm pitching well, I'm a million percent in my subconscious. The second I try to bottle Close up state. what I'm doing, Flow state. If, if I try to go, okay, why was that pitch good? It's because I was sitting on my back foot and I had a lot of like my weight was here, the degree, and my front side was here. You're fucked. The second you start think to about like, it. you were think doing about that it. in the yeah. grocery store. Exactly. Dude, I'm sitting there and like you, you tell your, so you consciously, your conscious mind is like conditioned to be like, I can help you here. Like we're gonna have, we're gonna step by step go through Absolutely. this, but it's really not. Like there's a delay in which you think about things. Like if you're in the flow state, like and you try to think about step by step, there's a delay, there's a disconnect, mm -hmm. and you're late, this is late, this is here, this is here. So when I start to think, and that was my biggest problem when I was bad, I never really understood that, like, I don't need to be in control of everything. Yeah. Like the second You've you done the legwork, you've yeah. worked your whole life. Exactly, just, be just you. forget about it. Yeah. Like, if you put too much pressure on yourself, you automatically go into that conscious mindset, though, because you're in fight or flight, and you're like, okay, I have to figure this out. I think that can apply to anyone's life, not just Million athletics. Percent. I think really. it probably applies to your life more than it applies to mine. I th but general, like really, like I really think it applies to life in general. And then let me explain, like, even if you're, you know, doing a job, you don't love, I think a lot of people are in that position. You yeah. know, like it's not yeah. their passion, yeah. right? My whole point is like, you're actually conserving energy by, by like doing the work, getting in a flow state and not trying, right? Yes. You're conserving energy, but also like opening up space for like, hey, like at some point a hobby will present itself that really like it becomes a passion, something you could do on the side. You have more energy for this. You have more energy to be personally there for your personal relationships. 100%. If you're in flow state at your job, even though it's not exactly what you want to do, you get yourself there, and then 
you start having better relationships in the office. Mm -hmm. Maybe you get a raise. You know what I mean? Like all these things that I try to I try to like present to people is just like if you get out of you know like the monkey mind of like all the thoughts, yes. right? Yeah, yeah. You just rise above it. So what I was saying, what I was saying, I need to get you on is just like every day when I wake up, you meditate. That's mm -hmm. that's a great start. I do a gratitude journal. So. And there's like tons of data behind this, like yeah. actual yeah, data yeah. from like Harvard studies. Yeah. Like our mental conditioning coach with the Rays, shout out Justin Sua. He's big on this stuff. Yeah. He's big on like, like really. Stuff. And I've been putting my fans on it for a minute. And like so every day, like my fan mail has turned from like tits and ass to like, yo, bro, thank yeah. you for putting me on this shit. Yeah. Like, you know, and I it makes me feel really good. Yeah, hell yeah. But like I wish someone told me when I was 20, you know, like But do you so, think you'd even be ready for it? If somebody told you at 20 to start journaling, you'd be like, what the fuck? No, time but what I will say is if I was a big Tyler Glasnow fan, I was a baseball player. No, yeah, I know you. And yeah. they're like, yo, they're watching you say this shit. Like 100%. that's why this is important. That's why this, I feel like we do these things. This, this is why conversation. I, yeah. why I needed this when I was going through it. I would always look up like interviews with people or like something like I need something to like any, I don't know, but like a, some sort of real, like I want somebody who's good to understand, like tell me they struggled. I always felt, I'm like, this is not, oh my this, God. Is, this I, is something only I'm going through. Like I always felt like alone in it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. I think everyone feels like that a lot of the time. Yeah. And it is really, a, it really is the best part of this whole thing, really. Yeah. Like, because there's just so much positivity that can come from just like, if you gotta change your lens. And that's, this is what I'm getting at with you is like, what's happened, you know, and like mm -hmm. you've definitely made this transformation where you're, you know, like you're realizing that you don't live and die by your last outing, you yeah, know? Yeah. But like, I literally wake up, I write down 10 things I'm thankful for every day. That's cool. And then I meditate on it, you know what I mean? And then I usually, before I pick up my phone, I try to read two, three chapters of, and like what you just said, I got so attached to the, I got so attached to this lane of spiritual, and like it opened my eyes, I felt so refreshed because yeah. I wasn't living like that. You know, I'd had none of this in my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. But I had these guys, like I'd read these books. Like I read this one book, Seven Laws of Spiritual Success. I literally like started crying when I was reading it. Like yeah. it sounded, it was just like explaining exactly what I knew. Someone was articulating what I knew yeah. I needed to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's like, and you were like, you get that's it. That's what like, you can yeah. do for somebody sure. by just being like, hey, yeah, this, you know, and yeah. I, I, sharing the actual truth. Yeah, 100%. That's um, why too, it's easy in sense of like, I think it's more widespread now because like I can, I'm not about to sit down. I can't like write a book. I'm not going to like, maybe I can. It's probably not going to be very good. You know what I mean? Like I, like With in long attitude. form. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need to fucking. <laughs> then like, but I can go on a podcast and express myself. Like I am very much more like a, like a, a word. I, that's but you how realize I a lot of guys write books like that. They just sit and it's talk. It's true. I'll like get like a dude just all sit bullshit. Sit and talk and, and then yeah, they'll yeah, yeah. circle the wagon. But I think too though, like in, I think like long form is making its comeback and people love books, but like to reach a younger generation like this, yeah, like this is the perfect way. Yeah. In my, like honestly, one of the only ways to do it now. Right. Because like I don't think many kids are going to go pick up a book. Like I'm probably one of those kids. Like I'll listen to an audible. Like I read a pretty decent amount, but like. I gotta, I'm gonna I gotta put you on some books way. and you, Do got, it, send you me gotta whatever. promise you gotta I at least listen to them. Will. I'll audio yeah. book them for sure. Yeah, listen. So we have so much travel, it's like all I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, dude, it's 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 important. And I just want it's an important stance for I think any athletes that understand that this like you said something out there that was really interesting, just like you had a perspective switch. Mm -hmm. Something that had nothing to do with baseball. Yeah. And like off the field had a perspective switch. Yeah. And it unlocked the greatness or yeah. you know your actual path that you're on now mm -hmm. that was how you got over the hump you know what i mean and for anyone listening like really it starts 
it's really an internal battle. Like, yeah. you get over that hill in your mind, you get on the top of the hill, you have a different view. Yeah. You know what I mean? You literally get over it. You have to work up the hill yeah. to get there and then see, like, you know what? Like, you have that perspective switch. Yeah. You know, where then the thing you really care most about becomes, yeah. it starts becoming effortless. You're yeah. Not, you're not fucking overanalyzing exactly. every step. It's not your only, like, means of happiness. Like, right. 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, now in your life, uh, you know, there's been a, there's been a, like, obviously you've dug yourself out of where you were. You're having amazing success. Are there things now, like on your day to day, what what's your actual like recipe for success on the on the off the field side? Like you, we talked about it, you know, you you mentioned like being connected with nature and like mm -hmm. liking to go outside and do shit. Yeah. Um, what is it? You know, what are you feeling like on the off the diamond? Things that are like actually adding to what's happening on the diamond. I'm I'm extremely like routine oriented, and mm. I think that's I'm a product of because baseball like you have to be routine oriented. Mm -hmm. There's so many things are out of your control that you got to find the things you can control. So mm -hmm. very much for me, I'm like very very routine. Like as far as I'm not even saying I'm saying more so just like off the field. What do you think has become the biggest? You know, like the biggest is is it just the fact that your outlook is just better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what? why is what's happening on the field happening? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd say, it would be like, a, this is going to be a long-winded answer. Yeah. I, I would say the number one thing for me, I think, with the struggles with everything, what helped me really, like, come into my own and, like, understand and put my stresses into perspective was psilocybin, 100%. Like a million percent, and I want to. I need to like preface it because there's still like some stigmas and a lot of weird You're views. Talking with to a psilocybin guy, and I, it, yeah, like and there's a, and especially being an athlete, like it's very much taboo. Yeah, but in 2014, I was in the fall league, and I was like really going through it. This is like, and it was mm -hmm. like my anxiety was really right bad. in the middle of the whole just yeah, just not fun times at all. And I was like, I had the best year of my life. I was like, I in terms of stats wise, like I had minor league pitcher oh, of the really? year. I was dominant. I was nasty. And I like, so why? Something was just wrong. And I, and like, I, I that's how I felt. It Same was just thing. wrong. Yeah. Like something I, I didn't, like something was missing and I don't know what it was. And like, I, I did the, the whole like clinical, like I, I was always in search of something different. I was always like, I know this is not the end all be all. Like something is not right with me. So I went and like did the whole normal clinical thing. Like went and saw a doctor. I, they gave me Prozac in 2014. Like, the worst. I know. And I was on it and like, I remember, after a while, just being like, all right, like this is very much like treating my symptoms and not even treating it very well. Right. And like comes with all these like side effects. And I was very much like, I'm a dude too, like whether it's ego or not, I was like, I don't need fucking medication. Like I've, I had a really big problem with that. And not like it's bad. I think people, Prozac helps a lot but of I people. But I think that's your gut instinct being yeah, right. 100%. And like, so I was like, all right, I'm done. I can't do, I'm not taking this anymore. Like all these side effects, like it's blah, blah, blah. Did and it I, just make you like, Foggy. It didn't do anything for me. Like, it literally yeah. did nothing. And I think, like, what I, it just, it didn't, I don't even know if I took it long enough to work. I only took it for, like, four or five weeks. And mm. I remember just being like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I don't want to take this. Yeah. I don't want to have to need something. Right. And I, I, can, I can figure this out. Like, and it was just, I don't know. It was, like, a weird, weird time. And then I was just always in search of something. And I, and I did, like, a lot of research. I was very much, like, Michael Pollan had to change your mind. Like, so many, like... Joe Rogan podcast, like is, you know what I mean? Like anything I could get my hands on, like Tim Ferriss. Same shit happened to me. Yeah, like Terrence McKenna, his old stuff, and yeah. like his brother, and like, 
it was because I'm gonna go into something. Like I was still weary. Like I have, I don't want to do the same something. way. Yeah. yeah so I did all it. my research, and I was like, this is something I really want to try. I really want to do it. And I did it for the first time in 2017. And I did like a, it was like in a, and like, I'm not here to tell people how to live their life. Like you can go at it with like a recreational standpoint, do whatever you want. But like for me, I go into it like doing it with more of like getting something out of it. Yeah. You can have fun, do whatever you want. But like if I'm doing it, I want to go into it trying to get something out of it. Same fucking way. So I went into it. My boys give me shit for that. I'm the same way. I think that's really, for me, like, cause I'm not really trying to just go in there to have fun. Like the other things to have fun. I don't, I'm not trying to do this cause I'm fucked up. Like, Mm -hmm. and I did it in 2017 and it was like, at the all-star break and it changed my every like that was what changed my perspective not day to day like it wasn't like i woke up the next day everything was fixed but it opened my mind up to like i've been on this one track mind for so long and like i'm missing out on so many different things in life and right it just gave me perspective and like i would and it was i don't know it was just i would i don't do it often and i'd say i haven't done it in a long time but it's very much like a a therapeutic kind of ceremonial yeah. type thing. Well, even even if it just happened when it happened. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? For you to yeah. like, you know, I'm really fucking happy you're willing you're sharing that. Because yeah. dude, we had this conversation out there and I said it without even knowing anything about that. Mm-hmm. And I said, I guarantee you, in three to five years, every athlete will be microdosing so I think it'll be a lot bigger. They're gonna be microdosing it fucking everywhere, bro. Like yeah. people are gonna be on it. And the, this place, this fucking world. Mm-hmm. We're trending towards needing something like that. I think it would be a, everyone like, could benefit from This it, shit sure. is getting fast-tracked way faster than weed. Like, it's going to yeah. be recre- re- mm-hmm. recreational soon. Now, it's not taking a bunch of mushrooms and, uh, like, yeah. you know what it's I mean? Just like, setting, what you can do if it. you abuse anything. Uh, exactly, exactly. But, like, a lot of the MMA guys are in it. That's a huge flow state sport. Yeah, yeah. Like, you can't think at all when you're mm-hmm. in there, you know? Um, creating music, any artist, yeah. tech. Yeah, any, yeah. Tech guys yeah. go out to the middle of the desert yeah. with all their fucking best employees, go on retreats, drop acid, do uh, psilocybin, anything, you know, psychedelic where, you know, and mainly it's a microdose. Yeah. But you can have, yeah. I mean, this is the age of the internet and podcasts. This is a pretty common thing. Yeah. But there's transformative experiences. 100%. And, I mean, I had one. Yeah. I had one. I, I went to Joshua Tree. Like, I don't even... I can count on one hand how many times I've like tripped on sure. on psilocybin, yeah, yeah. but I microdose a bunch. Yeah. And I just know what it's done to me over a span of time where I'm just like way more aware mm-hmm. and connected yeah. to the moment, you know? Mm-hmm. And like no one can tell me otherwise. Yeah. Because I've lived both lives. Exactly. I've lived, I feel like I've lived two lives almost. Yeah. Like, and you know, this is brand new in my life, but. You know, guys like Joe Rogan were a huge part of it because when I watch Joe Rogan, I'm like, this guy, I like, yeah. I like this guy's outlook a lot. Normalized it in the sense. Normalized yeah. it, like, he, and he's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, for me, coming from the background I came from, like, all that, you know, and how we've been programmed to think about those things, mm-hmm. I really think in some time, bro, like, it could be as fast as, like, five years, like, the whole world will be aware of, like, I yeah. think this is a really special thing. I think in athletics a lot too. There's so many people doing it that just aren't willing to talk about it. And, and like a lot even, of people abuse yeah. it. You it's know true. I, mean? I just don't, it's weird though, because like it doesn't seem like one of those things, like anyone can abuse anything. You're right. It's not one of those things that like you'd probably. It's not like an addictive no thing. No way. Yeah. I feel like that would be like just a bad news for a lot of people. But I don't know. I just think the only way I can characterize it and what helped me with it is it very much like I, it just separated me from my ego, like my conditioning and the way I thought my whole life. Like you get very pattern recognition. The best analogy I've heard is like your mind is a ski slope. I think it's like a McKenna thing. Yeah. And you just like, you create these grooves 
And even now, you can tell, like, you, you, something pops into your mind and you think about it and you process it. This, like, you have your train of thought. And it completely separated me from my ego to where I was like an observer on my life. I was very much like looking at things Bingo. unfolding. And I was like, okay, weird. And then it would like, I'd have like a baseball thought and I would be like, dude, you, like, I would look at it like you were thinking about this all wrong. Like your whole, all of your anxiety is fake. It was like your little kid, illusion. your eight-year-old brain, your primal monkey brain telling you this is more important than it really is. And like, the, like it was just, it separated it. And it, like I talked about earlier, like it gave me marbles to put into my five important jars. Like it wasn't just about baseball anymore. It's it was so like, important. dude, you idiot. Like you've been sitting here stressing out about baseball when like, you have like an amazing family, you have like a really good relationship, you have like all these things going on and like you're too stupid to like, you're not stupid, but you're sitting yeah. there like worrying about like the most ridiculous thing. I had the like, same realization. It's yeah. crazy, like yeah. it helps me a lot and I think I'm not afraid to talk about it. Like it's a little weary because I'm an athlete, but it's like, it's, right. it has changed my life mm -hmm. in a sense. A lot of like that accompanied with right. all the things we just talked about. Right. But I, I'm, I'm not like in debt to it, but like I feel like it's it would help so many people. Yeah. And like especially in baseball. Well, there's tons of, I mean, there's tons of literature on this, bro. I, I, I mean, it sounds like, like you did a lot of research yeah. too, but like this has been something that's been kind of buried by the me mainstream. Like, yeah, society, it's coming. Media. Like you said, it's getting It's coming. There's a wave coming. Now. And uh, yeah. I love that you shared that though. But it's, it's really, there's something to take away from that separate of the actual substance or separate of the actual how yeah, it happened exactly you can get there other ways exactly get it through meditation like through, through what we're talking about though changing your input to changing your input to positivity shit that's going to help you grow mm -hmm. what are you taking in mm -hmm. what do you right before you go to bed and right when you wake up the most pivotal times of your day mm -hmm. what are you going to do to win that win your day but just like let's visit some gratitude yeah you know what i mean like i have a tattoo right here so say thanks yeah and like when i look in the mirror it says say thanks back and it just reminds me to be like say thanks for the day like yeah you know, I like, like that a lot. And, and dude, like, I really never once did that my entire existence. Yeah. And I had every lucky break you could get. Sure. And I had no gratitude. Yeah. So then I just like. I think it's our upbringing in a sense of like, you really do. Like, it's just, he's like, we're very fortunate. Like, it was very privileged. Very in a sense. privileged. Like, and I look back and I'm like, fuck. Man, Even like, just to be born an American. 100. That, yeah. 100%. Dude, just to be like in a place where like, yeah. you know, you're not impoverished and yeah. like. You have opportunities, like yeah. I think like, a human needs some sort of like, it needs struggle. Like your whole upbringing, like evolution, it was like you struggled to get here. Like your ancestors somehow figured it out, and you're here, and they went through a bunch of shit. Your mind is like conditioned to freak out about shit. Would would life be nearly as fulfilling without struggle? No, no way, way, bro. No. Let me tell you, it's the long. It's like a very like obviously one of the most like cliche things like. The rain makes you appreciate the sun. You know, mm -hmm. like there's a. Yeah. Do you know Alan Watts at all? Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. So he, just the yin and yang of like everything that's supposed to happen. Like this is where my perspective is gone. Mm -hmm. It's just like when something, when it's a bad season. Oh, it's my time to be in a bad season. I'm gonna look for what I'm supposed to learn here. Hundred million percent, and that's like, what I I'm, couldn't do. Yeah. Until, yeah, and I couldn't either though. Yeah. Like this is. You know, like I credit a lot of my growth to psilocybin. I really do. Yeah. And I, I also credit, you know, myself to listening to my intuition. I had that same intuitive feeling something's wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. After, you know, that breakup and like it wasn't even about it. Like yeah. I, I didn't want to fuck. It wasn't really even about just her. Springs up shit. It was more so gotta, just yeah. like I was not a man. Like I was like, wasn't leading the right life. Yes. You know, like yeah. Yeah. my values were resting on shit that was whack. 100%. Like, and I had that realization. 
Now, I think there's a lot of people that if they really took inventory of how they're feeling and how they're living, like there's just tons of like really thing, like a ton of things that you could start right now, mm -hmm. start improving your outlook. And like, that's kind of what I'm trying to show on this show. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like, look, I, you know, I, I live this life, like I still, I'm wild and exactly. party and do yeah. shit. It's all about balance. You can it do, is. yeah. It's yeah. a yin and a yang. Yeah. Like it's, there's seasons to this shit. 100%. Like all of them, Think about it, bro. It just makes you like it would really start to get it would start to get dry if you had ten years straight of no heart, nothing. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Sunny days, hundred percent. Not one. Like it's what makes you, what forms you. you yeah, know? It forms who you are and where you're supposed to be in it's the like world. It's like the facade of money. I think a lot of times, like, too, if you if you are put in a really like awesome, who's I forgot, not Warren Buffett. I forgot what it was, but it was like some I don't know, whatever. But it's like you can get enough money to like stress about nothing but like your mind will find a way to stress about something if you hire everyone to do everything for you or something and like at the end of the day like someone's there to clip your fingernails and oh one yeah of your fingernails isn't long enough it's like you will your brain will find a way to stress you cannot mm -hmm. get away from struggle like if you try to run from it you're going to be in an awful situation it's like a i don't know if i'm butchering this or not but i'm pretty sure it's it's like a defense mechanism that naturally happens in our body that like there's there's parts of our being that is like looking for like that's how we stay protect ourselves. Yeah. Like we have, we're looking for things to be wrong. All right, let's do this. How do yes. we, that's like kind of how, someone was talking about this on like a cellular level, mm -hmm. like our actual, how our, how we heal and like what happens, like when you get in a cold tub, your blood leaves your limbs and goes to your organs to protect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, like survive, these are the yeah. vital. Yeah. So they're all like your cells, like part of your being is always outwardly like looking for threats. Yeah. And how can we protect? Send you know? white blood cells. Think about animal like, instincts. Yeah. Like, yeah. they don't even think about it. Yeah. They have these innately in them protection like yeah, mechanisms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think that's what happens. You know, 100%. I think like you said, like it could be all peachy. You know, but yeah. like at your body's your your especially your mind if you're not taking control of it. Exactly. You know, it can it's always gonna try to look for something. Yeah. Always. Every time. And that's just how it is. Hundred you know? percent. Yeah. The more you fight it, the more like I used to because I've always been very like obsessed and very like perfectionist. And I yeah. Think that's what makes me a good. Do you athlete. have that in you still? Yeah, a lot. Yeah. But and, and and like you learn to like that's my personality. That's my family's personality. Like right. my brother, same exact person as me. And you just need to find like that's. I like that I'm like that. Yeah. I used to hate it, mm. but it helps me with baseball, but you need to find a way to like navigate with it. Like you need to find, like it's it's a blessing if it's a blessing, but if it's a curse, it's a curse. So I used to be like, I'm going to optimize and try to be as perfect as I can to find a way to not stress. You know what I mean? It was like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to do all these things to where I can, I like, because my ultimate like happiness is never having stress. Happiness is just being happy all the time. Right. And I would use that to try and find, and like, that's not real. Right. I think now it's like finding a perfection in like how to live your life with balance. It's right. like doing, like I'm going to be a perfectionist and I'm going to do everything I possibly can to be the best baseball player I'm going to be. Right. But I need to also find that balance. Right. And I think you're just finding, putting that energy into something meaningful as opposed to putting it into something that's detrimental. Like yeah. doing mechanics in the frozen food section. Like I'm trying to be perfect, but that's probably not making me any yeah, better. Like it's probably course. making me worse. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're at the point now too. I just feel like professional athletes, especially with the amount of work you've done mm -hmm. and just how, I mean, what's, what's another, like you have to keep your body and your mind sharp, right? Sure. Like you've done all the fuck, like what's another like set of squats going to do? It's true. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's, it's you're, all, it's you're here, at you're, a certain point. Yeah. yeah it's too a, much it's is just too about much like, sometimes. Yeah. Really, that's why I talk to the athletes a ton about the mind and less yeah. about sports because I think that's what separates the greats, you know, in life or in sports, percent. you know, like yeah. 
it's it's really the guys because everyone's very talented. Yeah. Everyone in the big leagues is extremely talented. Yeah. You know, but then who's the, who are the guys who are like really yeah. have it figured out? Hundred percent. That's the it. thing, dude. There's like there's some people that are like the most talented players I've ever seen in Double A and Triple A and High A. And yeah. Whatever, but you're just like they can never figure it out because mm. then like I think that was so much of what my fear stemmed from too of like. I have all the talent in the world and I've always been told that and I've always been this like big prospect and I was like, what the fuck? What if I'm that dude? Yeah. What if I'm just this fucking yeah. weird biological big human who can't fucking get his chickens in his coop? Like that's not, yeah. and that was my biggest fear and I just think it was like being upfront with the fear and just being like, that's not real. Fear is whatever you make it. So like just make the most out of it. Literally an illusion. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that, I mean, that happened what, 2018? 20, that was 2017 was your all-star year. 2017 was my worst worst year. So yeah. I did it 2017. And is that why you did the psilocybin? Yeah, like, I, need yeah, to yeah I was. It, I, w- I had it in my brain for years. Like I wasn't willing to just go in and do it. I had to like fit because I'm like I don't. You like, had to arrive there. Like yeah, I, I was this. like I need to research this and understand. Like I tried everything. Like I went the normal traditional American clinical route and right. just got prescription. Like it's important to share, man. Yeah, it really like, is. I had gone that. So I I had like done my research and like I'm out here searching for something and then I I was like all right let's try it and I was like. Found it. Like, I knew right away I was like, this. Did you know right in the moment of it? In the moment, I was like, this. It was like the first time I had felt peace in like probably years. And I just remember being like, and I was with someone who was really, really close to me. So I was like, it was a good set and setting. It was great. And like, which is important. 100%. And I remember it was that. And it was like this slow transition to where like, it was. Yes, yeah, and then it kind of like started to get better. I still struggled. It wasn't like a quick, and it was something. But you that felt I had, you felt the tides turning. And it turning. was like, and it was just my mind started to process things differently. And it was this slow burn of like I could feel myself kind of changing, and like I would think about something a certain way, and that would bring me down prior, and I would just be like, no, like that's not. You can, so I what's can look happening at it when you're on the mound currently? Currently, in your mind, I'd say all the same, like things that we talked about like my mind is still spitting out all the same shit yeah. i just don't choose to put my energy into the the things that will deter me from like so when i first got to the big leagues you have all those scary anxious thoughts yeah. but because they're so new you grab them you like okay how do i understand this and like my energy was put into like how do i figure that out and not how do i get dudes out and it finally i struggled enough and i felt like i was i started to really understand my brain and like now i still get that shit i still fucking feel anxious Even sometimes now. Here, like it's never gonna go away. That's life. I'm a human, mm. but it doesn't like deter. It's there, but I just it's the it's a cloud. It's just there. Like right. the good ones are there too. I just it's what I need to choose. And, in, and on the mound, you don't have time to sift through them. You just have to find your like your staples, like my go tos. Like I'm on so, the mound. I've done it enough to have my routine in which like when things start to get a little choppy, fuck it. I've been here before. Like let's go. Step off. Collect yourself. Keep going. Go. Yeah. yeah. Do, do, are you, do you feel like you're truly, like I feel like you're pretty tapped into yourself. Are you, have you even arrived at a flow state yet? In, ter- in pitching? Yeah. A million percent. A million percent. Yeah, it, that's not something I feel like you can like get every time. That's one of those, yeah. like, that's a couple times a year feeling. Like it's easier I guess to get into now. But and, even with the, su- su- like, with the success you're having, you feel like that only happens a few few times a year to be in like true flow. True, 100% true flow. Like I'm still, like my brain is very I think active. I you can get there. Pitch. I think, I don't, I, I think, it depends on what it is. I can get into a flow state much quicker in like what, like snowboarding. Like I don't really go snowboarding anymore. Yeah. But like, like something like that. Is there a like party a that wants? To, is like, there a party that wants to challenge? Like wants to challenge yourself to arrive there? That's all. What you do at a professional level? Million like, percent. That's the goal. I'm striving to be the best I can possibly be, and I know if I can get there. Like 
with baseball, you know, you were a pitcher. Like, yeah. you're going to have, say you have 30 starts, you will have at least five fucking terrible ones mm -hmm. in terms of how you totally. feel. And how, yeah. how you work through that mm -hmm. is how your season goes. You're going to have five where you're flow state, where you're straight up just, I could be thinking about cookies and rainbows and I'm just dotting corners. <laughs> and then the ones in the middle are the ones, like, that's where you get your making breaks. And I think my 20... Mm. is a is a strong 20 like it's mentally yeah. like i'm always going to struggle like you're baseball you're going to struggle Think about how much you've grown in the last four years as a person mentally i mean think about if you compounded that in the next four years 100 yeah i think you could be in flow state a lot i thought 100 you know yeah like where i am now like because that's you, the goal. you like you said you, you know you you it's not like you're you haven't done it so yeah. long to yeah. where but what I, I feel like that's part of what what I'm talking about, yeah. what, I, what I'm getting at is like in four years from now, you know, if you're if you're really continuously going down this path you're on too, yeah. like un, you're really trying to understand yourself. Yeah. I don't think I could not, to be honest. Like that's in my brain. Either. I don't think I can stop being this way. Like in a sense, like I said, it's a positive and a negative. Like I'm so obsessed with baseball, like I could not not do this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would be miserable. Like, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah. So. No, that's what, the, uh, not totally. Yeah. I'm just saying even to the point where like, I'm interested in you, what you would be like if you just could calm your mind completely. Because yeah. you're, cause that's the, that's the reason that's, you're meditating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, that's the I reason think, you're, that's yeah. what the psilocybin did. Yeah. Like, it gave you, it got you out of the monkey mind. Sure. Like, you know, or, yeah. or, and. I think more of, like, what I'm interpreting as flow state is, like, where you can fully check out. I'm talking about, like, I still have to, like, game plan. Like, I'm still thinking. Right. Like, I'm pitching. Of course. But it's not, like. As far as like mechanical flow state stuff, it's still not 100%, but mm -hmm. like that is way more consistently flow state than it used to be. Yeah. Like there's still always going to be big limbs fight. flying around. Yeah. It's harder so, for Yeah, you. it's like tough to figure out, but I think it's like the days that you are more screwed up, that's when you need to tap into it more. Like, all right, I am not myself right now. Yeah. Stop with a conscious thought. It's not like, okay, maybe it's my backside. Maybe it's my front side. Right. It's probably none of those. It's probably you need to just shut it all off and figure out how to get back into your rhythm. Yeah. And like with all the externals going on, like sometimes it's a lot harder than other times, but that's why I love baseball. Like yeah. I'm put into this like microscope of 30 starts where like I get to go to the depths of my brain much more consistently than somebody else. You're a big strategy guy as far as or how much, how much strategy are you putting into your outings? Not as far as game plan. I think. I would interpret strategy as like my routine of like what I do weeks prior. But like when I do go out there to pitch, I'm very much my strengths. Yeah. I know my game plan. I know I know the weakness. Right. I know how I'm going to attack a hitter, but I'm out there just trying to like right. fuck dudes up. Right. Like I'm just trying to go out there and be like, obviously like with a control. Yeah. And that's what I've you learned. You have that kind me. of stuff. Yeah. Like 19 to 21 for me, 19 if you go back and watch me pitch. Like I'm a big, I always talk about like I like to pitch angry. Like it's a very like it helps me a lot. Mm -hmm. 19, it was like in a sense too much. I was all of my exertion. I'm out there <laughs> seething, dude. I'm out there hey, like don't try. And I ended up getting fucking hurt. Like in yeah. now 21, it's like I need to find a way to get there without the energy. I need to do this 30 times. It's yeah. like I'm slowly learning how to like I want to do this for a long time. Yeah. So I need to find a way. Like the 19 self was the first time I ever succeeded in the big leagues, and that was cool. But I had just too much energy. Like, mm. that was not sustainable. So right. now it's like this slow ride of, like, trying to find balance, balance of caring, not caring, how much energy I put in, how much I don't put in. And, like, I'm just, I'm fully dedicated to the process. Like, whether I do well or whether I do bad, like, I'm not really hunting. Like, I don't want to be the best pitcher ever. Like, I want to be the best me I can be. I don't want, like, Hall of Fame is, like, that'd be great, but that's not my goal. Like, right. I want to suck Maximize everything I can out of yeah. the game because it's taught me so much and I know it's only going to keep teaching me shit so oh, like, yeah. if I keep playing and like 
the day that I don't throw a hundred anymore and I got to start throwing cutters and change and doing that guy. Like I welcome that day. Like, yeah. I think that'll teach me a lot as well. So I'm just, I'm trying to just. It's incredible how much in. a game can teach you. You know, yeah. I, as I got out of sports, I, I kind of, uh, my perspective on it was kind of like, you know, for lack of a better word, I'd just be like, man, I really spent my entire <laughs> existence so far just playing the fucking game. Yeah. Much. And yeah. like all my relationships stem from that game. For real. And like, do you think it affected your relationships too? Like, if you were, you were very much in your own, like, hell you yeah. were baseball. Hell yeah. I was yeah. Very selfish. 100 million percent. Very selfish too. internally. Yeah. Like, wasn't outwardly like egocentric or anything like mm -hmm. that, but everything was just about curating me and yeah. like what I, yeah. like, nothing about like helping others or like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I would always yeah. help anyone in there, if sure. anyone in I know need. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like, just the general, like, I started learning about life and, like, oh, man, I really just think about myself the whole time. Like, yeah, 100%. You know? And the, you need to have a little bit of that. I, I know people who don't have any of that, and they wish they could be that way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's again, finding, it's a yeah, fucking balance. Balance, for sure. Like, finding what works for you, for sure. But, like, I was the same way. Like, I yeah. was just it's all about me. Like, I had good things all around me, and I was just like, but no, dude, fucking five innings and one run. Like, I was just always yeah. thinking about baseball, and it was like, yeah. Now are you are you enjoying yourself now? Are you I, really are really in, you 100%. seem to be very happy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Like I'm a human, I have my ups and downs like right. anyone, but like it's like different. Like I think if I have like my problems are like real life ones as opposed to like like a game, you right. know what I mean? Like I'm definitely just trying to like with the perspective of like trying to find balance. I'm very much trying to like baseball if it, i love it to death but like i said i want to do this forever i'm obsessed if i have the availability to do it i'm going to do it but if yeah. it got taken from me tomorrow well, one day I will. I'd, exactly i would be sad but like i have a lot of other shit i want to do like I, I don't ever want to take it for granted right but like i don't i don't need the game to be happy right and like that's what i think it's I, a great thing to arrive at coming yeah. from where you were coming from definitely like yeah. i don't think i could have done it if i didn't like yeah are you it's kind of back to what i was originally saying i just kind of want to keep picking at this have you had, have you really celebrated what's going on in your life? Or are you just kind of like, oh, this is what I thought was going to happen and I'm, I'm, I'm here and I'm, I'm just I, excited. But I, I, I think I have a lot of fun. Like, I yeah. enjoy I like, don't mean partying. No, 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 I know what I you're mean, saying. I mean, I mean like, yeah. wake up, like, No doubt. Shit. So, <laughs> you know. Like, that's what I wasn't willing to do before either. Like, when I was doing well, I always was just kind of like, oh, don't jinx it. Like, don't, uh, there's a big thing in baseball yeah. about, like, don't ride your highs, don't ride your lows. There's and I get to it. that. I, 100%. But I also realize, like, you're, it's okay to fucking be happy. Like, it's okay to know you're doing well. It's okay to, like, uh, do you know who Brene Brown is? Mm -hmm. That? Yeah. I, I watched her TED Talk. Yeah. I remember, and it was, like, this, I, I, like, totally resonated with it. My mental conditioning coach from a race sent it to me. Mm -hmm. And I was talking to him in the dugout that day. And I was, like, it was just, like, I couldn't really enjoy my ups. And I was, like kind of miserable on my downs but like in a sense of like I'm okay with being not okay and I'm okay with being very happy like it's just how it fucking goes I'm not going to spend all my That's time trying to be like I got to be this monk like no I'm a human I have emotions like yeah it's okay to, to celebrate your success like I think that's what you're asking yeah that's in in the last year or so year and a half has been that's been a big change for me yeah like really that's trying what I'm to getting like, at yes like, you know I'm trying to like yeah I try when I have the athletes here to try to like poke them and be like and that's not very you're looking around and like yeah fucking you achieved your lifelong dream it's and tough like, it's so humbling too it's, it's hard to be like that as an athlete I feel like yeah 
Yeah. For some. I mean, like, I think baseball guys especially, like you said, it's a failure-centered game. Yeah. Very humbling game. And the second you start to, like, I don't know, like, people, like, not get joy out of your failure, but, like, you fail so much to where people just start to go, like, you're just like, well, you should stop being happy and start fucking not going 0 for 10. It's like, what does that mean? Like, Fuck that shit. I know. It's just crazy. I mean... Like, I guarantee, like, at some point, I'll struggle and be like, fucking, like, fucking shroom head over here is not doing, like, some shit will have, you know Yeah, what I mean? but, like, like, dude, we had this conversation in the kitchen. Like, it's really hard for me to get on the same page with sports fans and, like, yeah. their lack of awareness. Sure. In this situation, in the sense of, like, you know, you guys, every single person who listens to this or just existing has struggles. Mm -hmm. every, and then at a certain point, you're like, Oh, you realize like, hey, this is part of life. Yeah. Like, you know, like you have so many struggles that you realize, yes, there's just this is part of being human, right? Mm -hmm. The fact that you guys make a lot of money, one, you fucking earned it. Mm -hmm. Two, you're gifted, right? So the point is like they're losing, they're losing touch with like the fact that we everyone here varies in skills and mm -hmm. talents and um interests. And things they're good at, things they're bad at, what they like, what they don't like. Yeah. Everyone, like, we as humans should understand that. Like, everyone is their own individual. For you to try to tell somebody that, like, one, they shouldn't feel sad or down because, mm -hmm. hey, man, you're fucking God, you're, you made 20 million, man. Yeah. That has nothing to do with it. I know, it. I know. You know what I yeah. mean? And, like, yeah. this is, I'm just trying to, because I have a lot of dire sports fans that yeah. follow me, and, like, I think, I don't give a fuck if they don't get it. You know what sure, I mean? I'm, sure. I'm, I'm just speaking my truth exactly, about it. Exactly, yeah. But I, I know the athletes so well as friends. Yeah. And I just try to shed light on the fact that, like, these guys have lives. Yeah. You know, like, 100%. the guys like yourself, your biggest breakthrough was realizing baseball wasn't life. That yeah. was your biggest breakthrough. 100%. How ironic that you realizing that baseball isn't life made you a better baseball player. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, who the fuck would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So from the fans' perspective, like, oh, Shroomhead, or hey, focus up, like the guys who like have a clothing line or do commercials, like Baker sure. Mayfield. I'm buddies with Baker. Yeah. I remember the whole first year. He did tons of commercials yeah. before his rookie season, and like didn't have a great year or a bad year. Yeah. Just like did okay his first year. But I saw he was gonna be a good, a great quarterback. Mm -hmm. You know, he got so much. I remember just following the bar stool, like just the whole. Just my timeline of people like throwing shade at it. Yeah. Because like, you know, guys doing fucking State Farm commercials and or whatever the fuck he's commercials yeah, he's yeah, doing. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, and and it's kind of like how we're wired as a society, like this sports fans culture of like it's hard asses. Yeah. Like there's no understanding. Yeah. There's no compassion. Very true. And my question is like, how do you sit in that seat in the bleachers and like really never realize, or when you go home and like, when you have a bad day, just never think about, hey, like, yeah. you know, like at least bring that compassion with you. Cause yeah. as you said, bro, I said, I have a podcast with Johnny Manziel, who's been through the ringer, mm -hmm. but the, the person it's made him, you know, it's made him, when you go through your own struggles, yeah. it makes you so compassionate, such a more, the humility that you gain That's from a it. good way to put it. It makes for you sure. a great, like, that's why I, I cherish my struggles. Yeah. Because, I like who I am now. Yeah. And if I look back at the guy who didn't struggle, I don't like that guy. Exactly. Yeah. He's you know? never humbled. Never yeah. humbled. Yeah. Like no humility. Like yeah. no understanding of other people. Like now I know what I went through and I have my problems are minuscule. Right. So now, I mean, when I see the person 
at the gas station, you know, scraping together some money. Like, I'm just like, or the, you know, the person working, serving and hustling around, waiting tables and yeah. getting, you know, tough, tough nights at work, having to hustle and do this shit. Like, and they still have a smile on their face. Yeah, exactly. That's the shit I'm inspired by, million bro. percent. Like, man. I really go out in public. I'll be inspired by that more yeah. than like, you know, like what the generic person's inspired a million by. Million percent. Really, yeah. the humility and like the fact that you could be happy and have and have a genuine light about you. Yeah. When you you know you haven't been given the privileges. Definitely. It's fucking eye opening. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Your scale of success is different. And I think people like people like that, like the busboy who's just fucking jamming out, just like happy as hell. Yeah. His level of like he figures it out he is yeah. way smarter than the guy on wall street like yeah. not like that's you can fucking work on wall street and be happy but right, like right he, like yeah it's just like what what your scale of happiness like why you live your life like what's important to you and like, right. it's obviously like people want to make money but like are you willing to like sell your soul for the thing that you think is like that's right. fleeting like it's and it's super easy to like make that your passion mm -hmm. like all the external things that look really good like of course you want to change like it's a balance but like if you yeah. overload on one thing you're screwed. Yeah. Like, 100%. That is true. Like, it's very nice to see just the happy people, like, really is, man. just doing, like, anything. It really like, is. Yeah. And I, I think the whole world's going to shift more towards that. I really do. I think, I think you can great. only go down this path so long before it's, like, I know. need something. You 100%. Know, on a bigger scale. Definitely. Um, so now, I mean, what, we're we're just starting this season, right? I, I'm not, I don't I'm, follow uh, what are we? We have 20 like, games in. How many starts have you had so far? Four. Four. Fifth is tomorrow. Yeah. And you're throwing it. Yeah. How are you feeling overall? Body good. feels good. Yeah. And now, you and you've been, would you credit Tampa just to switch? I mean, it sounds like Pittsburgh was tough. I mean, I don't think it had to do with the city. It more so had to do with just where you were in your life. Yeah, it was. Not, yeah. But when you got to Tampa, that's when things got a little lighter. I think so. I think it was just, a, it was a product of everything. I think like what we talked about, like kind of what my realization, my perspective switch in like 17, 18. Mm -hmm. And, and. It helps so much going to Tampa. Like the vibe in Tampa is unbelievable. Like it is the Place most fucks. fun. Oh, fucking amazing! The coaching staff, the front office, everything. It is the most relaxed. Like no rules. Not I me. Mean, like we're not walking around there like wild animals. But like there's no like hierarchy. It's such a vibe. Like, yeah. There's not like this whole like rookie big league like type mm -hmm. shit going on. Everyone's just on the same wavelength and like love that. A lot of people too. Like when I was with Pittsburgh, and a lot of people like to blame Pittsburgh for me doing bad there. And like I say, it's not their shit. Like that was. My yeah, shit. you had like, to you had to arrive there yourself. Yeah, like I think the development in a sense was really good in Pittsburgh, and like the the modern day pitching is way better in Tampa. Like they have the, they made me a better pitcher, no doubt. Right. But I think like I was the reason I sucked in Pittsburgh. It wasn't like because of the city or the coaches or anything. It right. was me, and it was just the timetable happened to be I got traded, and then shit started to work out for me. And we're fucking neighbors. I know it's crazy. It sucks. I'm leaving. I know that's a bummer. I'm here. Yeah. I'll How long have you been here? Like. 20 days or not well we moved in like yeah, yeah so it wasn't that much month. it wasn't that much overlap time three weeks ago yeah dandy love a little neighborhood we got here though this is sick nice i know i'm trying to find a for sale place in here. this is crazy yeah it's for real nuts. our um i mean you're a california kid you feel yeah. like just being by the water you surfing shit yeah I feel like that's been a big part of just catching your normal vibe yeah i'd say so. i mean the growing general up happiness here. yeah no doubt i think growing up i never i skated a lot and snowboarded growing up a lot like that was my life was more like when i was skating that was like i never thought it was gonna be a career choice but that's when i was like the happiest like it was really just, it was playing baseball and skating and life i didn't give a shit like i cared a lot about baseball i always have but like i was from what like fifth grade to like ninth grade like my whole life was i skated like 13 hours a day that's all i did with all my friends and then like i got into surfing as like yeah, like pro ball, you did track and field, and shit yeah. too. I think Arch was telling me. Yeah, that. track. That was a huge part of my life too. That, what my what brother, did you do? I was a high jumper. I went to like 
I got a silver medal in the junior Olympics. You look like Olympics. a fucking high jumper. Yeah, I know. I'm like a gangly motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. That was a good time. You went I, to the Olympics? You junior, Olympics? junior Olympics when I was like 11 or some shit. So you're like a freak junior. athlete kind of. In like those are like it depends on the sport. I'm it depends. For being I'm as a, tall as you are sure. and being that athletic, I'm, a pretty, I'm athletic for my pretty size. Pretty crazy for sure. What about this head of lettuce? How long has this been a thing? I had long hair when I was a little skater hoochie growing up. Like, yeah. that was always my great head of hair. Yeah, thanks, man. I, I can it. only aspire to be <laughs> in that category. I don't, I don't even know if I have the capability. The I God, good. You got the God's right. gift. I'm, I'm growing a little mullet. Yeah, there it you is. She's, I'm starting to get some. On. I'm starting to get some wings. There you go. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, hell yeah. It's been a while though. I've always had short hair. In pirates, I had to be all buttoned up, and I couldn't like. Yeah, that's another weird fucking rule with baseball. Like you have to like shave and cut your hair. I think it's in corny. I had Clint Fraser on this couch yeah, talking about. It. He was talking about it a bit. It's like the Yankees, in a sense, like even that, I'm like weird. But like, there's so much history. Like that's cool because like everyone and like their whole mentality right. is like nobody is more important I like than the next guy. I like I the basis cool. of it, but it also feels outdated. Yeah, like why is a grown man telling me how to style my fucking hair? Like that's weird to me. Do whatever the fuck I Teams want. Teams will how trade for you and then to, tell you to cut your like hair. Like some guys, like I know guys. Who are grown men who like really i mean i lived in la mm -hmm. like really really like how they dress how they look and how they feel yeah dictates their life sure seriously like yeah. especially in la but even i know guys very close with that like they don't have any confidence until they look the yeah. way they want to look yeah you know and i think that's pretty common it's a tool for a lot so, of like, people like not to say it's like that at that level but like I want a fucking beard, and I think it gives my face a better shape. A million percent. I want to feel good, look yeah. good, while I perform for the team that's yeah. paying me millions of dollars to I perform. I would think that would override. Yeah. Why? Well, yeah, it's like why every a dress athlete. Code. 100. Like every athlete. That's why like fashion and like shit like that. Just being like extroverted and like doing all those things is so important because like you need to feel good to play good. A lot yeah. of people are like that. Like you want to feel. Have you done a bunch of podcasts before? Have you done, have people seen this side of you, your personality? I've done this, yeah. I don't, I mean like, no, I don't think I talked about psilocybin before, but like. But just I've, in general. I've, I've done podcasts, but I have one with like Chris Rose or whatever on um Do you on have like one? Twitter. Uh, it's, I'm like co-hosted with a bunch of different guys. Okay. It's fun. Like you just talk to like baseball dudes. That's cool. I've done them before too. Like just gone on them. Yeah. Not a bunch though. I've yeah. done a few, but not like a bunch. I mean, I think the reason I bring it up is I think baseball as an entity mm -hmm. is in need i mean there's a guy trevor bauer who's doing it he yeah. pisses a lot of people off with the yeah. way he does I went it. to high school with him really yeah he went to my high no school. way i had him on the podcast yeah i like trevor yeah i like him a yeah. lot i yeah. like him a lot i i you know i get why it might be polarizing no doubt you know and i think he leans into the negativity too much mm -hmm. in my opinion but whatever works for you yeah he's, he's at his best right now it feels 100%. like you know but what i do think is really He's really forward thinking. He is. He's smart, dude. He's a smart guy. Yeah. But it's one thing to be smart because he's like a book smart. Mm -hmm. You know, he has that like book smart vibe to him. Yeah. Where like I'm gonna X equals Y. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like yeah. figure the problem out and yeah, you know yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. But I do actually think he might be on it. The first guy like kind of going out of his way to maybe solve a problem in baseball yes. and it's like creating a lifestyle. You know, like. Yeah. The vlogs is, you know, it's a little intense with the way he's doing it. Like, sure. no, I don't think most baseball guys are going to give know. two think... fucks to, like, hold a camera and vlog with Yeah, doing. I can't do that. I wouldn't do I can't it. That's why I'm like, I respect, like, I'm like, I how do it. you do that? Like, I respect I, it. It literally has to be like a superpower. Like, like think about, well, I think we said it in the kitchen, but, like, you know, like, what I'm getting at with you even is just, like, sharing, like, there's a whole gaping hole that needs to be filled in baseball. Mm -hmm. and it's creating, it's like having the players have like individuality and yeah. identities, yeah. you know? And it is really interesting to fans, one, 
But two, I just think it will make it more interesting. It will help the sport. Yeah. You know, like to the younger social media generation. Yeah. Think about it. 100%. Everyone is like celebrity, that whole thing, like access has completely changed mm -hmm. to the point where the more access, the better. This is, you know, from branding, you yeah. know, like to artists, the people who really are their true authentic and can, like fans are following their day-to-day -day lives. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're on this journey with them, yeah. you know, and like, I think it will even help the sports fan perspective that Definitely. we talk about. It like humanizes the athletes. Yeah, no and like I think it will open that door even more for them to just be like, all right, like I identify this person outside of his jersey number. Yeah, you know, like. Yeah. And um, I think you would be a great candidate for it. You know, like doing something, doing something. You know, we talked about it. You yeah. know, maybe I'll just send you some podcast equipment and start bullying oh, you to do something. But I, I, I think, I think the sport. Is is actually in need of it, you know. Definitely. And and again, we I have the same respect you have for baseball. I you know I learned a lot about myself. And yeah. Learned a lot about life. Yeah. Um, and I think what better way to pay it forward is to like kind of figure out some of the problems. I think Trevor is doing yeah. pretty well. Yeah. Um, now it's just a weird culture to navigate. And what we talked about in the kitchen is just like, or what you just referenced, like, as soon as you have some struggles, they'll reference, hey, why don't you yeah, focus up? Exactly. But like Trevor's saying, fuck you, I'm gonna do it anyway, exactly. and I'm gonna shove it up your ass. You have a finite amount of time. Like, maybe not even using Trevor as an example, because yeah. I mean, he's obviously gonna play for a long time, but like as an athlete, like, you need to kind of soak up as much as you can, because nothing is guaranteed. You don't have, Nothing's like, I guaranteed. don't have a college degree. Like, I have a finite amount of time. Uh, to be on like a whatever to, to have like the opportunity is fleeting like I don't have as much time as other people to like make my money and do all that mm -hmm. stuff to where like I think I don't know personally I think you should take that window and try to make the most out of it yeah like, I think if anything if anything can become a distraction like if it becomes more important than your job right it's one thing but I do think it's just like it would be better if everyone went out and did it and baseball like we talked about it's such a humbling sport that I think a lot of guys aren't willing to go and talk about these things when they're struggling like Cause it's not fun. <laughs> like, tell you what, that's that's, I just that's the fucking wrong reason not to. I know. Because, it's just gonna be so goddamn relatable and awesome. Exactly. Like, it's just gonna knock that door yeah. down. Like, and it instead of just you to like, not give a fuck I'm gonna go about what that guy exactly. says. Like, it doesn't matter. Dude, me having a podcast changed my life. Yeah. Cause I, cause think about it, bro. Like, we were kind of doing it before, but like, when's the last time you sat down with a dude, and just fucking did this? Me and you, like, yeah. just looking at each other, nothing else to do, no phones, yeah, no bitches running around, yeah. nothing. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't, doesn't exist. It doesn't yeah. exist. Yeah. So, me doing that, like, I started to learn so much about myself. For sure. It became therapy for me, yeah. you know? And, like, that's kind of what I'm getting at with, like, instead of hiding with your struggles, like, as a base, one, it's already ingrained in the sport that you're gonna struggle. Like, the, the exactly. Hall of Famers fail more exactly. than, you know? like. Yeah. So, you know, it's just part of it. It's mm -hmm. time to like, spark. yeah. And that's what I love. I, I said that to Trevor on the podcast and I think he's, I love that he's shoving it right now because yeah. that's really, you know, like you said, the first instinct everyone has is like, oh, well, focus up, man. Yeah, exactly. So we put the camera down, yeah. so working your mechanic, you <laughs> yeah, know, like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. He said something funny about people in the stands where like, you know, like, you'll be out long tossing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll be out, <laughs> that's, I'll fucking say that. <laughs> like, yeah, anytime, like, you're warming up before a game, like, you'll be in the outfield. Or, like, I'll use, like, Yankee Stadium as an example. And, like, I'll go out into left field and I'll do my throwing program in, the, yeah. in like, left field. And I'm, I'm, like, in the middle of center field doing my long toss. Mm -hmm. And everyone's lined up, like, fuck your mother, you dirty cunt, <laughs> like, freaking out. And then, like, it's it literally, like, step by step, the closer you get, the quieter it gets. 
and then like you get close and no one fucking says anything and then like you go and like someone will say something and like but it's not like it's like twitter it's yeah. like in your immediate you're not you're kind of genuine like you're not gonna like you're not that much of a dick i know you're no, not the yeah. guy in the stands like, you're doing it because it's a show right but once it becomes like intimate and they're doing it like no one really fucking talks shit has anyone ever come up to you and talk shit in person ever no, I mean, like, there'll be some, like, drunk fucking hecklers that'll, like, do some, but, like, it's never... Not, not, like... No, 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 no. no. Not out in public? No. no. I've had people, like, in Pittsburgh be like, hey, man, like, I think I can help you with, like, because you suck. Like, I can help you. Like, Ugh. you're doing all this wrong. And, I, and I'm, and i like, not a very combative. I'm like, thanks, man. Like, it's coming from a place of love. Like, it is. You want me to do well, I get it, but, like, not right now. Like, yeah. I'm not I need, gonna, I, you know, I actually need your Yeah, assistance. come over and tell me if some <laughs> average guy can tell me how to pitch. Let, let like, me know. Let me know yeah. what I can do better. It's just, yeah. Mr. Steve, what's up, buddy? Steve can't miss a podcast. He has to make an appearance. Yeah, you, had, you, had some, you had some Aussies, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I had a normal Australian Shepherd. Now I have a mini Australian Shepherd. I have a buddy who has two. And he so like, do you have them with you? or No, it was like my family dog. Your dogs. family dog. Yeah, growing up. Are you thinking about getting a dog ever or what? I travel too much. How the fuck do you do it? I mean, I got I got I live, I live with like two guys. Like oh, guys, that's true. You know? That's the thing though. Like we had, so we, Sergio Romo was on our team in 2018. And he had a dog. And he would like take it on the plane. With That's it. a like, vibe. It was awesome, but like it ended Steve, up being like, like that, wouldn't you? It ended up being like, no, we can't do it. I don't like, know. We, we've never no taken them on tour because tours have. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, tour is way more ratchet than like baseball yeah, traveling. Exactly. Like, we're like literally yeah. like. But I just couldn't. Like, I'm gone to. I literally I can't take a dog on the flight. Like, you can't do it anymore. It's like yeah. a rule. So yeah. like, I would just have to leave a dog at home. Yeah, all the but all my guys like they have caretakers. Exactly. You know? Yeah, because it's true. I could do that. Yeah, you know, Marcus has a big dog. He he takes him around though, like. He doesn't oh, yeah. take him with uh, to the team. He's a huge. You ever dog. just like, or like, yeah, you probably do. But like I, in the off season, I travel a shit ton. Like yeah. to where if I had a dog, I, I don't know if I could like. Yeah. I'll go, like go to Europe and I can't like bring my. So you, you're like, doing that. You're doing that already. Going traveling yeah, in your off seasons. Was, yeah, I, I went. I love to that. A bunch of places. It's the best. I love Great. it so much. I look forward to it every year. I went in 2019, 18. I just I went to I did like a solo trip to Europe and that was awesome. Wait, wait, like two you weeks. went solo to Europe? I, traveling alone is my favorite. I like going alone. That's badass. It's I talk about on this. I, I don't really go places alone. Do it. It's so, because you meet, like, talk about, like. Oh, my God, I need to do it. You definitely need to, because you get thrown into an uncomfortable situation of, like, and you're really personable. Like, you can be friends with anybody. Like, and that's kind of, I just go and, like, make friends when I go. Yeah, I guess places. I'm kind of in my comfort zone with my dogs. I've just been with these guys, and, like, I don't. I, get, I mean, I think you'd thrive. I think you'd have no problem. I think you'd I have should like probably do that ASAP, like, huh? When you're just alone out there, like, what the fuck? I'm fucking no yeah. one. Like, I'm going to talk to this person. And, like, you end up having a great time. Like, I love that. Another thing that's amazing. I don't do, like, the Hinge or the Tinder or anything like that. Yeah. But when I travel in Europe, when, like, nobody knows who you are and you don't know anyone, like that, that is the best. I like you that meet for you. girls and, like, you meet their friend group. And you meet, I feel like, like you do people. real well in Europe. And it's it's fun. <laughs> I look European as shit, dude. It's all, dude, like I'll go shopping. You're like going to a store, and everything fits. It's Six eight, crazy. Yeah, everything is like shaped like a like here. I can't find anything. Yeah, yeah. It's I love definitely, that. It's it's fun. I love dude. that you do that though. That's a really cool. That's an interesting personality trait that I wouldn't. I I wouldn't necessarily pair that with someone who's like considered themselves like like anxious or OCD or like I think it's why I do it like so you like genuinely do that to kind of get yourself out of a comfort zone kind of yeah I and think, you just love traveling and I love it like and that's the thing I, I, it's not like I'm just this like shell of like anxiety I think like the no, way no, no, I no. interpret anxiety was like different it's like yeah it was it's not like I could still go and like have conversations be personable but I would just be like just I get what you mean not in it you know what I mean yeah. and like yeah you know what your full capacity yeah. is when 100%. you're when you're there and, and if you're, you're just not like cannot focus and yeah. like, especially with just like relationships and it just it was like my stresses were way more than the person and like you said you've yeah. had one you've had one yeah. relationship as yeah. well in your life 
Yeah. And was that during your struggles? Yeah, it was like the whole time. How it interesting like, is that? Yeah, it was still like a good time. Like we're still like well, not to say it's about the relationship. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's more. Just, yeah, like even even from a real real mature aspect of looking at it, it's just like she got a poor version of me. No doubt. Know? Yeah, exactly. I've had those thoughts. Yeah, you know, definitely. but I, at the same time, it's just like I talk about relationships a lot actually because I think it's really interesting what yeah. it does to you as a man. For sure. When you go through it. Yeah. And especially if you've only had a few, like a lot of guys kind of date around, like especially if it's like a real. It was like a three-year one too. Like a real one, <clears> yeah. It was like a long one. Yeah. And it it ran its course and like we're it's like. Is it? Why do you think it's only because you're you know attractive, a successful guy? What is it for you? Why? Like, what is it? Because I know, you know, I've I've only had one real relationship, yeah. so I want to know why you think you've been so limited in it. I'm just not willing to like. I'm I can thrive with no girlfriend. I don't need a. I don't need somebody to like. I think it's good to have when you find that. something that works and connects and you're gen like that's cool. I want that person around a lot, but like, I am not gonna go search for it. I've never been I a guy that. like I need a girlfriend. Like I'm not that guy. Like if it happens, it Detached. happens. But yeah, I don't. Detached. I don't know. coming over that. to visit yeah. you now. And I like to travel solo, and there's not many girls that are down with you being like, oh, that whole seven month season I just had? See ya. Like, See ya. I don't want to hang out with I'm you. Going I'm going to travel alone. Like, yeah, tough to explain. Yeah. And was that, yeah, was that really hard on your relationship? I didn't do it when I was in the relationship. We would travel together, so it was great. I like, we went to like Thailand and shit like mm -hmm. that, so it was like. But deep down, you're like, I kind of want to be alone. I think it was a time in my life when it was very much like we both were kind of on that vibe. Like I need, like we both were like I didn't know who I was at the time, and like and she didn't know who Same. she was either. Like and yeah. it was just it had to happen. It's really I talk about relationships a lot, and for that reason, because yeah. you know as a society, especially you know our where our parents' kids, you know, yeah, and our parents, there's been a huge generational shift in yes. norms and like what's actually real. Not I, don't, I use realistic loosely, but like just like. Our culture and our reality has done a drastic, like the fucking internet. Like yeah. when they were our age, they barely had like fucking exactly. TVs and like fucking yes. didn't even have cell phones mm -hmm. yet. So now you have like so much access to the rest of the world mm -hmm. and you can't expect yourself, you know, even then, I think that was a faulty basis then. If you think about our parents, right? Like the norm is like, oh, you know, high school or college, you find the girl, you get married, yes. you know, you get, a, you get a modest house, you got some jobs around the corner. You know, maybe our kids go to the same high school. Like, there's not this huge, like, yeah, you don't have some- Database of people. Yeah, you don't have yeah. a device in your pocket exactly. you're literally symbio symbiotic yeah. with. Yeah. That can, like, so you could see anything that's going on anywhere yeah. at the edge of the world. My yeah. parents didn't even fucking leave Rhode Island. Exactly. You could drive through Rhode Island in one hour. Exactly. And they barely left. Definitely. So what I'm saying is, like, you can't compare those norms to our norms now. And you said something- that is exactly what I'm trying to say to like the listeners and I've been preaching it. It's just like, you have to understand how hard relationships are at this age, at this time. Yeah. And like, if you take it easier on your partner and, the, and yourself, yeah. just like, yo, like we're both trying to figure out who we are. Let's try to do it together. Exactly. You know, yeah. instead of so, the attachment. Exactly. Or like codependency people, or like right. some sort of like, I need you to change to do this for me. And like, right. And like, then think yeah. about the evolutions as an individual that you mm -hmm. need to go through respectively. Yeah. Now, you have so much transformation to happen from your mid-20s to even 30, you yeah. know, like 20 to 20 to 35. These huge transformations that, yeah. look, like, the, the idea that you're going to evolve completely together, you know, in the same direction, at the same tempos, and yeah. be able to understand each other and work through it together, it's harder and harder as time goes on. And our culture has shifted to just this incredible database of people yeah. and reach and... Yeah. You know, it's really difficult. Definitely. So 
I love that you're single. Yeah. You know, because I like I, it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, th I think you should just, you know, you got the right idea, but like that detachment from, I think most people, a lot of people's misery in relationships are, ba they're not really realizing that they're attached to having someone, exactly. not exactly that person. Yeah. Haven't figured themselves out. They just don't out want to, exactly. Codependency, for then, sure. Right. Like you both just like, yeah. Like, and it's like, I just don't want to like, I don't know. I think it's everyone's fear is like settling, just to settle. And like, and you're in a culture, you're in a culture, a baseball culture that we talked about yeah, a little bit. Yeah. That like, yeah. You know, you've had this life arc to being a pro baseball player, and it's kind of like what happens for the most part. I feel like. Am I, correct me if I'm yeah, wrong. Yeah, I think it, it's a very relationship sport. Yeah. I think there's four single people on our entire team. Like, which is good to each their own. Like, it is such a struggle game, and if you can find a girl that's like willing to put up with all that shit with you, like, hang on to her, and people find them, and yeah. like they do their thing, but like. I don't know. I think on the flip side of what you were saying, like, there's the idea of settling and there's the idea of, like, with this database of people, like, never set because you're like, oh, there's always something better. Yeah. Out there, always something better. The balance, out there. like, like anything yeah. else, right? And I, yeah, I just think it's good to not lean into either one of those. I right. think if an opportunity and, like, a, a thing presents itself and it works out, it works out. Like, I'm not a guy who's, like, not, like, I don't need to be single. Like, I don't need a girlfriend, but I'm also not, like, I gotta be single. Like, if it works, it works. Right. Like, I'm down to have kids and have, like, this. Everything that'd be great. I'd love it. I'm I want exactly children the same. very bad. But there's a Wayne. You know Wayne Dyer? No. I'll put you on some of his stuff. He was a big, big part of helping me down this path. But he has this quote: "My boys got screw my boys got it tatted." But it's uh, have a mind that's open to anything and attached to nothing. So like I've heard that quote. Yeah, before. that's him. Yeah, and you're just like open. I think it's him, or maybe he just was. I don't know. He he definitely delivered it to me. Yeah. Okay. But that struck a huge chord. And, and you talk about flow state, right? Like, mm -hmm. you're literally open to the possibilities that life, whatever's gonna flow to you. Yeah. Like, you find the right girl and you wanna have, you guys have two kids three years from now? Sure. That was what was supposed to happen. You're, feel op forced. you're open yeah, to that, though, exactly. you know what I mean? Exactly. And then you're also open to being alone for a yeah. while and just navigating life yourself. Yeah. Which is really a good sign, a great sign that you can find fulfillment without that codependency factor. Yeah. And what do you say? you say? You say, never force a vibe, it's an easy way to kill it. There you go. Catalog cabin, There you go. I love that. I didn't know you were, I think I, so Arch connected us. Mm -hmm. Chris Archer, I've, who I've had on the podcast. Great guy. He's awesome. You're just getting to know him, you said, right? Yeah, He's, yeah. But sweetheart, nice I'm, guy. Dude, such an awesome human. Yeah, but I, I didn't know you were a fan. But I, I, have you just started listening I now? I just started, I, I listened to a lot of like early stuff too. Not like in depth, but like, right, a lot, just like hearing the, some of it. your new stuff is awesome. Yeah, thank it's you, really man. Good. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I remember too. You posted on something on the Instagram. It was a catalog cabin video, and I like hit up Archer. Was like, "What the fuck is this song?" Dude? Like, <laughs> you didn't post that. it yet, or it wasn't on any like platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was actually, dude. I heard it the first day before my Miami start, and I went and shoved, and then like the following day, I had that kind of like glow about me, and I was walking around Miami. Just, catalog oh, cabin yeah. vibes. Just, oh, this is great. <laughs> like, it was awesome. Keep that in the headphones. Yeah, man. no doubt. I love that. The fuck, what was I just gonna say? I just got distracted. My mom just sent me, a, hold on. Good, My mom just sent me a fucking letter from hearing. Oh, how funny. Yeah, I got I got pulled over on a jet ski. That's what he I was, was actually talking me. about on the podcast. That's what he was, oh, he was telling me. But my mom that. just got it. She sends me pictures. She's like, honey, I think you should see this. No way. It's a fucking jet ski. How wait, people have pictures of it? No, no, they sent uh they sent the um like the charges to oh. them. Oh, because okay. that's my. I don't have a house. Yeah, address. it's like I think they just went on the like, one. Yeah, I don't even know why it, was, it ended one. up there. But how funny! She's all worried. It's literally for not wearing a fucking like you can't. I guess you can't ride jet skis without a. Oh, I thought you were gonna say a helmet. I was like, no. No, without a uh, life oh, jacket. Oh, really? I mean, 
They got a, you got a ticket for my it? My fucking life. I know. What? I'm yeah. not like endangering other people. That's what's weird too. Yeah, like why Why do I need to wear a life? But like flagged me over and made a big deal and like wrote, wrote me tickets. That's like, tough. I was just like, and yeah, he was like, saying I was like going too fast in some zone. I'm like, dude. That's tough. Just trying to catch a vibe on the goddamn game. Yeah, like what do you want me to do? You no know? one around. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird that you'd have to wear like a like a like a helmet law. Like why what if I don't want to wear one? Like what my body like I know, I don't, I don't get know. that either. You gotta be a real hard to like really enforce that on the water. Like yeah. dude, jet ski. We're, I'm on a jet ski. Yeah. I'm it's fucked. all like law, but it's like discretion still. Cause you know there's some cops that are like, I don't I don't care. Anymore. What were we just talking about that right before we got on that? Music, I, I think. No. Before well, that? that was before we got off. I'm just saying right then when I was like, let's just get on the podcast. And then I called Kilmer over. We were talking about something right Moms, there. Moms, parents, like, parents about no. Something? It was right after that. I, I'm usually better at remembering this. Cucumber water. Oh, oh, did this sparked it. You got it. That was it. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. So I poured him a nice, delicious Here glass of cucumber melon water. There you go. Nice. Um, and no, this is something I actually want to bring up. Is like, you don't have a chef yet. You don't have. You don't have like a really a caretaker like no. helping you doing any of your shit yet. Uh-uh. And you said something. You're like, ah, I like that though. I like being normal and like, which I think that's dope. Yeah, I'm the same way. Yeah, but like, it'd be nice to have some melon and cucumber water. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. No. You know what I mean? I definitely you said think- it sparked something. You were like. Yeah, I don't know if I would like chop up the cucumbers and the melons, yeah. and I'm like, I, I, was like, I got a guy. Like, yeah, do a guy. <laughs> that's true. Like when people like Archer's trying to get me on that too, and I'm like. I think it would be more beneficial in the off season because in in season like all this stuff is prepared at the field. Basically, like, I'll wake up and like cook breakfast and shit, which I kind of like. It's like yeah. part of my routine a little that. bit, and I like, have some coffee, cook some eggs. But like, I think in terms of like you got to bet on yourself, and I think if if there is a like it, it would be only beneficial in the off season. Like if there's a guy giving you like high quality ingredients, cooking you food, like your body games. is like your, your exactly. Thing, it's like you know? yeah, you exactly. That. You need that top top shape, yeah. you know. And then your mind. I don't know. I mean, we're we're in the I'm in the business of like. You know, I think you are too, and why you meditate and stuff, just like the idea of eliminating thoughts, unnecessary yeah. thoughts, unnecessary. You know, there are some. There's something meditative about cooking your own breakfast. Yeah, you know, just getting in like a rhythm of it, not it, thinking about anything else. You're right. just like doing what you're doing. But there's also it's really it's really kind of meditative when you don't have to worry about like taking you know taking the trash True. out or like. You know, like just the. It's thing. like eliminating band. Like you already have so many things to stress about. Like eliminate. It's like yeah. you have so much bandwidth to put you your. Talk about optimizing. Into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like an optimization thing. Yeah. I think that's something you should do for sure. Just given the level you're at. Yeah. Your level of performance you're asking from your body. You know. Yeah. Having guys helping would be fucking. Nice. And like, I mean, my guy, like my guy's part of my family. He's like a brother. Yeah, that's. You know cool. what I mean? Yeah. Which I don't think you'll have that given your, you know, you're gone most of the time and. Exactly. And in the off season, I'm so back and like I travel like at least like once every two weeks, once a week. To right. where I'm like, I guess I could schedule it. Like you come here these weeks, I'm here and like. Yeah. I mean, I get you know it will be an in and out thing, but I mean in season when you you know coming home to a great meal and coming no home doubt. to a clean house, like it just no helps doubt. your vibe. Yeah. You know, it really yeah. does. Yeah. Like oh fuck, I gotta kind of pick up my house. Kind of. For sure. When it's like messy and sh- I, I'm in a bad, it like lowers yeah. my vibe. Yeah, yeah. Really I'll does. have someone like we'll go like once a month. Someone will come in and give it like a deep clean. But like you're such a bro still. I love it. Yeah, I just I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll no. try and I'll, I'll clean up my stuff pretty good though. Because I'm the same way. Like I, I need like to be <laughs> yeah. have my surroundings. No, I mean you're a bro by like not do it, not having help. Oh yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, I'm sure. I I do think like you gotta. I don't know. That's like the flow of things. Like I'm sure at some point, like I'll I'll start a ding 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 will go off. We're like I need to do. You know, get yeah, get some help just on this type of stuff. It's nice to like the day before my start. Like I always like put my stuff in order. 
I can, I can get well, some kind of like trying to. I think I'm getting down to the bottom of it. You're scratching your OCD itch by like being able to. Con yeah, dude, things. 100%. Yeah. I think that's part of it for sure. I think I, I can like, that's what my routine does. It's very much like I can have my things I can put my that into. Yeah. And then all the other stuff I can kind of like, all right, I did my routine. Like all the other stuff. I You're can an extreme control. routine guy, day yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the whole week. To a T. Yeah, yeah. Like my routine, like my workout. Like I think that's probably one of the most, for me, Exercise is 1,000% medication for me. I work out every day. Like, I have to experience, like, a runner's high ah. once a day at some point. Like, mobility, if it's, like, anything. That is where you I feel stretch like, a lot? And yeah, every day. Fluidity like, and it's stuff? It's, like, a 35-minute program I do every every day. It's more, like, it's, I'm, now that I get love older, that. it's more about, like, I love lifting. Like, I love it. But, like, it's less lifting and more, like, functional, like, PNF strong movement. Like, body flow. Yeah. Like more, like, Edo type stuff like that. I like, think that's smart. It helps me I don't think lifting is like amazing for longevity and pitching. I think too, it's like what you're trying to accomplish. Like I throw a hundred. Like I don't know how much stronger I'm gonna get. One on one. Yeah. Like yeah, exactly. Like I don't. I mean, it's like finding what. Like I'm just trying to stay on the field for a long time. So like I don't need to build bulk. I need to build like longevity. Yeah, fluidity. Yeah. yeah. I think so, your boy Stroh's on a lot Heavy. of that too, right? He doesn't lift very much, right? No. A lot of the best ones don't. I'm they bagged. He bagged it, and he was just like, dude. He was like, he said this to me just a few, few weeks ago. Here, he's just like. Man, I thought I was strong at 24. Like, I thought I was in peak strong shape. Like, I was lifting tons of weights. And he's like, dude, my body, I feel so much stronger and I don't even lift. Yes. Because all of his, he feels like all of his muscles are firing together properly yes yeah so i got off the lifting wavelength a while ago too like it's very much like i still do it like i have i need like one heavy day just have to get Pilates? that feeling yeah i would do like a variation of that basically i used yeah. to do reformer when i lived in new york i would do it a, a decent amount like that helps that in like santa barbara my brother lives in santa barbara he loves the reformer market that thing is awesome yeah it's all pits do i remember the first time doing it being like this was made for a fucking pitcher like you do like balance and i had like, those thoughts too and it's crazy yeah i've just got i've just gotten into it i've had like some my back it's not great. That's all. And like, good. I kind of, I kind of like, to an embarrassing amount, like, let it go. Like, I was just like, oh, it will heal. Like, yeah, yeah. Every yeah. time I started to really like try to stretch it sure. or like really work it, it would bark at me, and I'd yeah. be like, ah, fuck okay. it. I'm not an athlete anymore. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. Smoke you, this, you lift a lot, right? Blunt and fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't lift that much. Really? I just get it done. You know, I, I get it done, but I have zero passion for it. Sure. Yeah. And like. Personally, I'm I'm kind of kind of getting into like the I've been doing hot yoga. I think that's the next phase of my, Bikram? my physicality. Yeah, that is the shit. I, I love that. that. I got that's started so cool. with that in Scottsdale actually, and you're looking to move to Scottsdale. Yeah, yeah. like Gilbert or Chandler. So I think I'll, I'm or gonna buy a house in Scottsdale Arizona, yeah. somewhere around there. But I I think Scottsdale is probably the move though. Place fuck. It's so much fun. My I'm parents headed there tomorrow. Yeah, I know. See a little twinkle in my eye. <laughs> you're excited. Dude. Yeah, I guess it's just cool because baseball. You know, like. It's just like a mecca of baseball players. It's so many. I have so many friends out there now that were like, I'm never bored. There's someone to train with. There's this someone is awesome. To do. It's an, I enjoy it a lot. And yeah. it's not as like crazy as California with all the stuff going on. And yeah. not the taxes aren't as bad. Like yeah. that's a big, the 13% is not very fun. Yeah. That's why Florida's real. awesome. I know. Yeah. I dipped. I'm yeah. not, I, I told you, I just yeah. fucking upped and left. You're out. Were you a resident there when you were living there? Did yeah. you like, you had to get really? Yeah. yeah. That um, but you know what? It, it was honestly the best decision I've ever made. Talk about a jump into the unknown, the uh, you know discomfort zone. You yeah. know, like I, I literally, I, you know, Los Angeles as an artist is like the end all be all. Sure. It's like the big leagues. Yeah. Right. Like you're living in Hollywood. You know, you're fucking. Mm -hmm. And uh, like, it took a while. It took a while for me to realize that was a facade. Mm -hmm. Specifically for me and my 
situation. I think you know a little bit about it, but like being an independent artist, and I told you, I just like make songs in my room, in my yeah. house. You yeah. know, like I don't really work with other people, you yeah. know, like it's never been that. So being in LA, like, wasn't, it was more of a like ego thing. Like, sure. yo, like. But you probably had to go and experience it because imagine if like you never went. Like, never, you would always have like regret and be like, what was that? What would that Absolutely. Like? And now I feel like with all like technology and shit, you don't really need to be anywhere to make music. Like, yeah. you don't have to. Yeah. You can just Wait, be anywhere. I'm, I'm gonna show you after this. Yeah. But, uh, so super, super, super simple to travel and like make high quality music anywhere. Yeah. Just with the right equipment. I mean, it takes X amount of dollars, but not a, not a, not a ton. Yeah. That what I'm traveling with right now is like thirty grand. Okay, with it's shit, not, it's not a lot. How big is it? And like, and like, how many bags you need for it? Like, not a lot. Like the speakers are the biggest. Yeah, and then the the mic is pretty. It's pretty. It's a it's a serious mic. I got a Sony C800, which is like, it's probably the highest quality mic, yeah. and they're discontinued. So okay. like, it's a rare mic, and it's just great for vocals, which is what I do. Yeah. So really, that's what I mean. Like. I don't need a perfect room because as long as I have a vocal shield and a great mic, sure, the right mixers can like EQ out the problems yeah. that my my room might be. You fly with all that shit, or you just take like a like a? We fly and drive like the same guy fucking makes my delicious fucking water and does everything for my life. That like yeah, really he he's like a lifesaver. That's tight. You know that's why I push it to you. Yeah, I know what it did for me. Yeah, but he he. Uh, He's just the best guy. His name is Versace. That's name. cool. And he, he's a tight ass fucking name yeah, too. Yeah, he fucks. He's a man. <laughs> and uh, he's from Iowa. Okay, nice. Grew up on a farm. That's tight. Mexican. Nice. Just got that Mexican like grit. Just you know what I mean? Like working. Could do anything. Yeah. Like anything you ask him, he'll figure it out. Yeah. So sometimes he'll like Penske truck. Like that's, he, that's what he's been doing while we're on this like nomad journey, yeah. just traveling around. Like he literally drove like from Scottsdale to Montana in a Penske truck. That's tight. Yeah, that's really pack, really cool. Just roll in. Damn. You know, and uh, it's been a fun journey, man. Is it important like when you do make music on the road? Is it important to like have like people around you? Like to I'm sure you have to catch like a certain vibe. Like you yeah, know, I mean like, I, yeah. I I kind of like started looking at my days a lot different. Yeah. I started I started looking at them like, you know, as much as I. I have a bit of routine in the sense of like, I have a whiteboard up there. I've written things down that I want to try to do every day mm -hmm. and have nothing to do with work. So it's like, you know, uh, commune with nature. Like I have a, nature, uh, whether that's going for a walk or going out on the boat or going outside, just being outside Something for the, part of sometime the my first hour yeah. of being awake, go outside, catch that vibe. Um, you know, read or watch something, you know, positive, something to learn, yeah. you know? I, meditate uh journal yeah you know these are things that i don't do every day but i sure. try to yeah and then with me especially my situation like i've had stiffness in my back so like stretch final stuff like breath yeah. work yeah these are all things that it's what you need in the moment for these sure are all things yeah. that i really think like set you up for happiness and success 100%. i really do so my point is i started looking at my days a lot different i have that side of me that's like routine oriented in the first hour or so. Yeah. And the rest of the day is a complete crap. Yeah. That's really on like a routine in my sense too is like it's like a section of my day that I have to take care of. Yeah. It's not like the whole day is not like, okay, here at this time I have to yeah, eat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very much like in a window I have planned out. And right. then the rest of it is like, what do I need today? Like right. I'll go, I'll switch it up. Yeah. Right. Because I, I think it. too, getting too routine, like that's when you too you gotta be able to like go with whatever's happening right. with you. Like yeah. yeah. Like the flow idea. Yeah. I, I really take it to my like I really like down to the down to like actually like depending on who texts me that day and what they ask mm -hmm. like i might be there i might i wasn't planning on going to dinner and going out but i will because i got this text yeah and i don't like 
I used to try to like manage, you know, my nights and like working and like sure. I'm gonna work the next three days and we'll, yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But like I, I just let go of that all and like I look at all of it as work. So like your question about having people around, I love working in the privacy of my room even now. Sure. From since we left LA, where I had a studio. Like wherever I live, when I like settle down, I'll have a studio, separate building, you know, yeah. like or you know, at least a separate part of the house or mm -hmm. something. But I'll always, from this point on, have a studio in my bedroom That's, because yeah, it's just something so intimate, intimate yeah. and like something so creatively free about it. Yeah, like no one's around. That's cool. And you kind of go places subconsciously that maybe you wouldn't go if there were a few people around. So yeah, like, right, I, I do like to make that. music, and I'm I'm pretty rare. A lot of people, but I also like. When I'm on a wave, yeah, I'll have bitches up there. My boys will be making, you know, I like that yeah. studio vibe too. It's and just a, whatever the day has. And like, like a lot of times, yeah. what's happening in the room inspires so much of what happens in the music. Yeah. So, That's my nice. point is like, the whole, the whole, every day, day in and day out, going on the boat, going out tonight, you know, whatever. Had a conversation with my dad, whatever it may be. All of that is just like going into the crock pot of creativity that will come out in the music. Mm -hmm. You know, especially the way I make music, just like, I kind of just freestyle everything. Yeah. And a lot of it's stream of consciousness. And yeah. Some of my favorite stuff just comes out, something that I would never write. Yeah. But I realized, I started to realize I was saying a lot of real shit. Yeah. And like a lot of it was like actually forward thinking. Like my mind wasn't even like, it, it would like, my music, I would listen back and it would like tell me shit. Yeah, that's crazy. That I didn't really even like consciously know yeah, about damn. myself, you know? Yeah. And, uh, I've found so much peace in that because I used to micromanage my life, like me too, and my art. Yeah. And now I've, I've become a lot more like an artist in yeah. the sense of because I'm not a traditional artist type, really. You know. Um, but yeah, man, like it's been it's been super freeing for my life because I I don't put shackles on anything. Yeah. And I I also have an extremely free occupation. You sure, know, like exactly. there's yeah. no regiment at all. True. But even like that's interesting. You said that you like used to be very regimented. Like I think that's helping. Like I'm routine oriented when I need to be, but like. What helped me, I feel like, finally get to that like successful point was like I don't need to be in control of everything. Yeah, yeah, like you do Slow, need that. Yeah, like just fuck it. Like I don't. I could plan that, but like why? Like at some point, <clears throat> you you gotta just like look look down on your life and be like, man, I got no reason to doubt that the universe isn't conspiring for me. Sure. This is what I try to tell like anyone who's had you know privilege or great opportunities or. Like even the way you look, your body type, you know, why are you, why are you just this gifted? You know what I mean? Like this is what I try to. You've done a ton of the work, mm -hmm. but you could have been born with a fucking exactly. ter terrible exactly. genetics. Exactly. You had, no, yeah. you had no hand in it. That's why when athletes are like, it's all hard work. I'm like, it's yeah, just not. You're six nine. Like yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and I like, I just, I think that's a great thing to be aware of. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's a really great thing to be aware of as an athlete. It's just like. It makes the whole scope, it's, it's all about what you've been saying, but it makes the whole scope on the whole thing like a, a scope of gratitude. Just like, no, man, I'm yes. pretty fucking lucky. Yeah, man. or it's, it's humbling too. It's like, I work hard. Like it everything is in my, like in what I can control, I'm doing the best of my, like I'm doing what I can do it. But like, it's humbling in the sense of like, I did not work for everything. I was yeah. born, I'm six, seven, whatever. And like, I like yeah. things are, I didn't, yeah, exactly. You throw like, a hundred. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, like there's no way I can become a douchebag and be like, yeah, I'm a fucking shit yeah like, but you know a lot of seven. a lot of guys go that way exactly i know that's because what like, just, like, i see it all the time but like I'm yeah sure, yeah yeah i mean i think that's that's a great thing that you're aware of that and it's really something i just try to push to the guys 100%. yeah but it's like anything in life bro. <clears throat> anything in life for me 
once I, when I had that shift and I was having success in music, then I have two things that I was exceptionally good at that are pre pretty hard to do. 100%. Or and a million people want to do it. The fact that I'm like judging my, my life and like that's really that's looking down and, and not not looking at it like a glass half full like dude oh this is all luck and a lot of it I had like i just received like even the ideas i have yeah i don't know i don't take full ownership of my ideas bro like yeah. where are they coming from you yeah. know what i mean like i don't know but I, I personally i look at myself like an antenna in the sense where like i do i meditate i journal i do this shit so that my radio stations turn to a high frequency. Yeah. And like, yeah, maybe, you know, when I, when I meditate, shit, I feel like better ideas started flowing yeah. to me. Or like if there are external, or there's things that like you haven't worked out personally, like you can't really tune into any of that. Yeah. Because that's what you have to like take care of all those things before right. you can have any sort of like peace. Right. That's, that's yeah. A hundred percent. Very true. Well, you're a, I mean, dude, I feel like we've known each other for a long time. I know. I'm getting that vibe too. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's, it's super nice to get to know you, man. And I, I think... The fans, I'm excited for the people, even my fans who might not. Because, I mean, look, you're pitching in small markets. Yeah, you know? yeah. But you're one of the most talented guys through and through. And it's, it's super it's super nice to get a scope on who you are as a person, too. And I think a lot of the shit you shared was really fucking helpful. And it will be really helpful. Because to look at you, I bet no one knew any of this shit. Like, the fact that you had those yeah. personal hardships. Yeah. And you being willing to share that that's going to help a lot of people yeah because they probably so. assume the opposite yeah you know? yeah 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 and, and i think that's why podcasts are so cool and i, I mean, think yeah i think maybe one day you have your own podcast i mean you do kind of already uh, yeah, so you're yeah, already yeah. knocking on yeah. the door yeah there yeah go. i think it would be good for you and good definitely. for people but appreciate i appreciate that, the time man. and definitely i mean you're going to be in season for a while now obviously yeah. I'll be nomadic for a while, but when I'll we get on the road, season. you got to yeah. come to the show. I'm down, absolutely. Catch a vibe. In off season, I'm all over the place, so I'm, I'm sure we'll link up. At yes, some sir. Point. We'll be around. Absolutely. Thank absolutely. you again. Hell sir. yeah, dude. Appreciate it. It's been a Super pleasure, fun, sir. Appreciate yes, it. sir.